Today's episode of the Black Flag Podcast is brought to you by Evan Orvath of Solero Commerce. We're coming to you live from the Solero Commerce compound as always. And if you want a small business that accepts debit or credit cards, you got to go check them out. Contact Evan Orvath or get in touch with one of us and we'll get you a free second opinion on your current merchant service provider. Do you enjoy listening to us every week? Want to support us even more? Become a friend of the program. Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast for just four sixty nine. Nice. Nice. A month. You get 20% off all of our merchandise, exclusive giveaways. You could ask us uh, any questions you may have on our Patreon uh, question segment every week. Or just leave us basically a virtual tip in our virtual tip jar. Become a friend of the program again today. That's Patreon.com slash Black Flag Podcast. Lastly, do you like playing with toy cars and telling your significant other that they're collectibles? Do you enjoy badass memorabilia of grown-ass men who are more successful than you? Well, after doing what Bradley and Bobby just told you to do, head on over to CircleBDieCast.com for all your diecast needs and merchandise, and be sure to use promo code BFP123 for $5 off purchases over $30. And one last thing before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to the Graphics Coop, Any Racing News, and Danny Eugene Photography for all their support. Brad Keselowski is going to be showing the black flag. It's the Black Flag Podcast. Every fucking week. Fuck, I hate my fucking job. Race analysis. Yeah, we're only girls pool here, so. Maggie forgets it. If they changed the rules and took the champion's provisional away, he wouldn't have been able to race the last two years. So, uh, occasional alcohol consumption. Uh, Jimmy Johnson is on pit road because I think he's the leader. And calling people on their shit. It refrains me from not beating the shit out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions. This week's Black Flag Podcast is now in session. Hey, we actually out we beat him so it's all good all right ladies and gentlemen this is going to be episode 191 of the black flag podcast as always i am charlie sanborn that's at c sanborn iii to my left is going to be bradley sauce here that's at b sauce 96 and to his left is going to be bobby timmons at bobby timmons 13 together we are at black flag pod on all things social media you hear it each and every week go to patreon do the thing um speaking of patreon we just uh Wrapped up our big mystery box giveaway, boys. We sure did. We did, yeah. Long time coming. Uh, anyone that uh, ordered off the website since about July 15th when we decided to do this, or uh, anyone that was currently subscribed on Patreon got their name in a, a drawing for our mystery box giveaway. We did it as a uh, you know redraw, I guess. We had uh, there's two, uh, 127 names from Patreon and a uh, little over 100 names, I believe, from the website. Uh, all in the bucket, and we uh, did a top 15 redraw that went to a top 3 redraw, and uh, out of the 3, I picked out the winner. So, uh, congrats to Michael Patty. He, uh, I assume that the video is going to come out before the show? Uh, yeah, we'll probably uh, upload the video at B-dubs, and the show, people will listen whenever they feel like it. So, uh, I feel good about true. it, but um, yeah. It uh, went very well. We only had to take one take. Yep. Yeah, well, that's because we just don't edit things. <laughs> well, it's a very you get it. Very good, very good point. We are very much a one take uh, pony. Uh, we're just we're just not going to edit it. You know, no. like it's uh, <clears throat> if if people saw the setup that we just recorded the video with, uh, there's the, a Coors there's... Light can on a tour open box on a dinner tray stand on a pedestal, which used to be the pedestal for the chair you sit in because that. It wasn't it like a senior? Yeah, uh, uh, my grandmother couldn't get up from uh, the one that you're currently sitting in, so they put a pedestal um, to lift it up a little bit, which made, doesn't really make that made any it sense, better. But I think um, they can just fall into yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure I actually my grandmother could get in and out of her car better if I put a lift kit in it. Yeah, you should do it. You should think about that. It's not that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really sure what, what the thought behind it was. Maybe it was does it make like, it more like, one of them like stand up? Deals? I think she did kind of just like fall. I think it does also do what Charlie's saying, but I think it was more or less that you know it was less of a fall backwards because it was very Team much a Burr. walker and then a dude sins episode um <laughs> yeah so 
congrats to Michael Patty on uh, picking up the dub in uh, I prefer the, Pate. the cooler giveaway. Um, good was good uh, friends with his son there and uh, a former Timmons kids, Machine employee. His kids uh, actually both of them in uh, in high school, and he uh, was nice enough to uh, I think he ordered off of our website and just so happened to say that uh, you know he paid for shipping, but he didn't want to pay for shipping. He wanted us all just to go out and uh, have a beer. At uh, Binga's in Wyndham, which is uh, right down the road, and so he came and said he was going to buy us each one beer and uh, bought everyone's beer for the whole night. It wasn't just a, a one deal. Uh, thing, so. If you're new to listening to us, that's expensive. Yeah, that's not yes. a cheap endeavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even just a round, let alone we all weren't. The we weren't just like typically like we go out and we're like, oh, I'll get a Bud Light. Oh, I'll get a Miller Light. Uh, no, Bobby and I were like studying the menu. Like Charlie <laughs> want, and I, like we want everyone. the bougie main beers that yeah. are like twenty three dollars a. Cup, like yeah. 11 the ones that taste yeah. like fucking like pine needles and yeah, cat piss, piss. Yeah. <laughs> velcro and fucking expired orange TV juice static and fucking rotten apples yeah <laughs> the juices that are left in the stainless tray underneath all the beer taps at the end of the night <laughs> yeah yeah just uh, grease <laughs> <laughs> now that's gross <laughs> all the yeah. other things we said are not <laughs> yeah that's it bob yeah that's, that's where we're going the line <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Ted, oh, so that's where we're gonna draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, nothing happened in the racing world, so it's probably gonna be a quick show today. Yeah, yeah, we didn't do what? anything this weekend. It certainly and, uh, wasn't an exciting ending to any of the races at Martinsville in the last four days. And we definitely didn't go to Waterford on Saturday. No, yeah, that was relatively tame compared to Martinsville. <laughs> well, yeah. well, the, the the last lap of Martinsville, uh, I think, made up for the rest of the race. <clears> pretty but... much the last laps of all of Martinsville. For, well, we'll get to that a little bit later, but yeah, uh, all the way back to Thursday. Yeah, yes. all the way back to Thursday. The modifieds did modifying for uh, for uh, I guess By the championship. Grace of God and six hundred uh, horsepower. It w- what an uh, absolutely uh, incredible! I don't know exactly. I'm sure that they do it just how every other racing series in the world does it. But uh, going into the night, there was four drivers that were all well. Vying it's for because those four position. drivers were the four best after Thompson, right? Oh no! It's because that's the way it shook up over the course of the entire season. Yeah. What do you mean? Wow. Weird. Technically, none of those drivers actually won the championship, but uh, don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. So yeah. Short story long. Uh, Corey LaJoy ends up winning the race after. Spoiler alert. Uh yeah. I said short story line. That's what <laughs> hey, you never know. It's probably gonna be televised on USA Network. Uh, yeah, like next next, next Wednesday at eleven p.m. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone was really idea. hoping to tune in. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I was watching on the uh, old old computer up there, and I I was going back and forth between trying to go through my shit and watching the race, and uh, I I I would turn around just as something would happen almost every time, and, and to my knowledge, apparently Corey LaJoy wiped out the entire field. Yeah, that's some, what some it, could say that. that's what it looked like at uh, at the naked eye. Yep. And uh, if you watched a, uh, a replay or uh, saw anyone's posts on the Twitters, it was actually not Corey LaJoy that wrecked the whole field. It was the 22 of uh, Kyle Bonsignor that came up into his left rear, spinning him sideways. Mm-hmm. That being said, Corey kind of got out of the car after the race and made himself look like an absolute clown like he usually what do you does. Mean? And uh, he uh, he basically was just like, yeah, you know, I was just going for a win. Uh, short track racing, like uh, just the cliche fucking, you know, answer that you'd give Came here when get you clock. knew that you fucked up. So um, it, maybe it was a little bit of both. I think he probably, uh, he, he, he did almost brush into the wall. So I think he turned down at the same time the 22 was coming up. But. It, to me, just looked like a hard racing deal. Maybe majority of it being Corey's fault. And I like Corey. I'm a fan of his podcast. You know, I kind of, kind of like he very similar. Um, you know, worked for his dad, was a fabricator. Kind of like respect that. But yeah, he made himself look like an absolute I, buffoon after the race. It's like just don't even acknowledge it. Just be like, ah, oh, it's just the hard racing, man. Shit happens. To, but instead, he blamed it on everybody else. Like literally everybody else. Like fucking. 
the the guy that crashed out, Melissa Fifield, it was probably her fault too. You yeah. know, it was the guy that crashed yeah. out on lap sixty, it was his fault. It was everybody's fault but his. Well, he saw Ross Chastain trying to run the top in the modified race and just fucking it was his fault. Shadowing. No shot you're doing that in a modified. No. Oh god, you <laughs> flip over instantly. <laughs> no. Uh the 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 biggest thing I have with it is that <clears throat> Corey LaJoy, he seems like somebody that would probably we would hang out with. He'd be I, a dude. I, I get that vibe. And it, it's somebody that we've talked about before, like Bubba Wallace. I wanna like him. But when you are a perennial 30th place driver in the Cup Series. Yeah, he finished 22nd yesterday. I have some respect. Holy shit. I'm so sorry. He beat Kyle um, Busch. And, and you don't have any, like, I mean, maybe a couple notable things that you've done. And then you go out and you win a pretty significant modified race at a very historical racetrack. And you get out. And like Bradley said, he acts like he's done everything eight times already. Arguably like one of that. the most star-studded NASCAR wheel and modified tour. You have Ryan Newman. You, you had, had Bobby Labonte, which, okay, maybe those guys are on the other sides of their career. Still notable names. You had um, Tragic Shoes, Max McLaughlin, yeah. who had as good of a shot or even better shot to win, win that race. Uh, as LaJoy did, and then it ran out of gas. Yeah. You'll have that. And then, you know, you, you throw in the... The normal contenders, McKennedy, Blewett, Justin Bonsignor, Doug Kobe, you had all those guys in the field. Like 36 Hirschman. cars started. At the, yeah, Matt Hirschman, Priest, just more than I can even remember. And So that is a big win for him. On the flip side, Jimmy Blewett probably realistically was going to win. Magic Shoes' kid. I almost called him Magic Shoes. That is not his <laughs> name. His kid. Uh, Max had a really good car, but they gained track position. By not pitting, it paid off until it ran out of gas, and maybe they should have pitted for gas. Corey LaJoy was going to do the same thing, but had, in his words, the worst pit stop in the history of modified racing, and they were already going to have to start 55th, and they said, well, fuck it, we might as well come back down and get gas. Now, his, pits, his pit crew was his buddies. Like, he had his brother Casey, he had Ryan Flores. It, I, I feel like... It, what he was saying was trying to be a joke, and it didn't land. Well, that's where I was going Did with this, land. is people who are on the Bird app want to just be angry at all things they don't like, so they're like, oh, real respectful of him to get out and shit all over his crew. His crew. No, They're all friends. It'd be like if I was pitting, if you two were pitting for me in a race and we fucked up the pit stop, oh, I would shit all over you guys <laughs> if we won, but we won the race. They don't care. No. No. They all probably laughed and they probably drank till the sun came up on Sunday and had a great time. Meanwhile, People, oh, very, very respectful of him to shit all over his crew. Not there, that was not a professional pit crew that does that for a living. This isn't a Kevin Harvick situation where Kevin used to lose his goddamn mind on the pit crews every week. It was all of his buddies. Also, modified fucking wide five type pattern compared to fucking a one single lug and, cup car could not be more opposite. And, apple it didn't, and, bananas. and it didn't hurt him. He still won the race. Yeah. And, 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 you know, in reference to what he's talking about, he was talking about mainly Skip Flores, who's been on the show before. And it, he uh, pits, uh, was it the 2 or the 12? He's a front tire changer on the 2 car. The 2 12 car. 12 now. 12. He got transferred to the 12. How okay. The he year? got traded. Uh, and he's sitting on the wall, like you said, with the clock behind him, wearing a fucking Wix racing filter, like Ryan Newman fire yeah, suit or That looked shit. way too big for <laughs> him. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably Ryan's. <laughs> yeah. uh, so uh, they didn't give a shit, like you're saying. So the, they obviously uh, sparked this big one where John McKennedy's in the lead, Jimmy Blewett's on the outside. Kyle Bonsignor ends up going completely over John McKennedy. Thought and he was going to hit the end of the pit wall. Yeah, not only that, um, right as that happened, I was I was uh, filling out all the names for the the drawing because I was gonna be I wasn't gonna be home all weekend, so I knew that I needed to get that done. So I'm doing it, and all of a sudden I look over and the whole field is wrecking, and John McKennedy is front and center in the wreck, and I'm like, holy shit! Current points leader, John McKennedy just lost the championship because he had a 13 or so he had like an eight point lead over Ron Silk, 
had like 11 points on Justin Bonsignor and had like 13 on Eric Goodale. Well, Eric Goodale, uh, I watched go through the entire wreck. Uh, Ron Silk wasn't having a great day. Um, I was a lap down, but then wasn't somehow. Um, uh, that's just a lucky dog. Well, he no, he was like the he went a lap down was the cause of the caution. Then he was just all of a sudden back on the lead lap, but he wasn't the first. Hey, racing's, car racing's not. Um, I don't know. I didn't like it, things. Things that didn't really make sense was that um, Justin Bonsignor <laughs> kind of. I think he had to pull in earlier. Just it wasn't having a good day, but. Um, so it ended up, ended up coming down to Eric Goodale and John McKennedy. Well, when we did our picks earlier in the day, I so badly wanted to pick Eric Goodale because out of the four of them, I would have picked Eric Goodale to win the championship. Or I would have liked to see Eric Goodale win the championship. And he won the last time the tour went to Martinsville back in the beginning of 2021. Yeah, so he, he uh, I watched him in the back shot of the wreck just kind of navigating through the whole thing. And I'm like, holy shit, he just won the championship because there's no way that John McKennedy's left front is even raceable right now. And John McKennedy just pulls right back onto the racetrack. And drove Re- to like eighth. <laughs> yeah, restarts 12th or whatever. Eric Goodell restarted fourth. So going into the green-white checkered, Eric was the points leader because I believe it's two spots for each position. And Matt Hirschman just a rare didn't mis- go. A rare mistake. Yeah, just didn't go. Or uh, was trying to draw some sort of penalty. Or let the tires up. Yeah, I mean, yeah either a mistake yeah. or he did it on purpose trying to draw a penalty on LaJoy. Didn't matter. LaJoy hosed him by 10 car lengths. Yeah, pulled his pants down. And so, yeah. so Eric Goodale didn't Once get again, the restart. Once again, back on my theory of cup drivers and restarts. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. S- still remains undefeated. <laughs> didn't didn't get a good restart. Ended up uh, trying to go low, I guess, to try to get into... Uh, Newman slithered his way up to second. Well, it was... Uh, I think it was Andrew Krause and the 24 was inside of Eric Goodell on the initial restart and coming down into turn one, he like tried to clear himself low, got all fucked up, realized that he wasn't completely clear and washed up and lost a couple spots and just lost the championship in that one corner. But um, would have been super cool to see him win. Unfortunately, he didn't. John McKennedy goes on to pick up the championship and the rest is... Uh, and everybody else history. got mad on the internet. Yeah. No. Another thing that people <clears throat> took out of context and got all pissed off is... Corey got out of the car and thanked uh, Rob Fuller for putting the deal together and it said TFR, whatever these things are called, modifieds. People just took the whatever these things are called and they think that he doesn't know what a modified is. Corey LaJoy is from New England. (laughs) His dad is Randy LaJoy, who I'm pretty sure raced modifieds. I don't know that for a fact, but I do know that his grandfather, Don LaJoy, was one of the best modified racers in New England in the 60s and 70s. Corey LeJoy knows what the fuck a modified is. Yes. He just doesn't know if it's a, a TFR or an LFR or an XYZ or an ABC. I, I don't know them either. They all look the fucking same to me. Who knows what they are? But Yeah, and it, it, Gen 1, Gen 2, fucking 7th Gen, hand job, whatever it is. The, you know, the that's cars, what he meant. The, I think it was The cars from the 80s kind of look like the ones from now. They ain't fucking changed. No. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't it? Isn't it still to date like one of the most sought after chassis is like a 2008 fucking Troyer or some shit like that? Matt Hirschman's red car is, I yeah. think. So they, they're all very fucking similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that that was modifying on uh, on a Thursday night, which uh, absolutely love to see uh, a nice Thursday night modified bad race live liver, on television. Liver. Also bad for uh, the liver and the sleep schedule. But we tried to get a little bit of a Discord night in America going. But I came home and went. Uh, I went right to bed. You took went to a couch. little couch. Took a little snooze. Um, and then woke up just right before the modified race started. Uh, our group chats popping off. Wanted a uh, stream of it, so we uh, didn't end up having that happen. Really, there was only two or three of us that were watching the race all together. But um, tried to Discord night in America, and that's what happens when you do it, and it's not the Chili Bowl. So we'll try again in January. But it was fun. We like modifieds. Congrats to all those guys. And uh, then uh, Friday there was a uh, whole lot of 
nothing going on. Um, and Saturday, obviously, we uh, we all made our way to the new London Waterford Speed Bowl, aka the house the daddy is building. Um, so <coughs> that was uh, that was one of the events that we had circled on the calendar for the end of the year. Um, we all were uh, was, we we're all lucky enough to I guess make it out. We uh, we're all pretty enthusiastic i think to get to waterford for a race like that pass doesn't doesn't go there that often act doesn't go there that pass often i've never been there ever really it was yeah. the first ever oh. pass race act had only run 10 times you and know, it had been a hot minute i believe yeah i think 2016 maybe. Yeah. yeah yeah so uh that was uh it was one of the events that we circled on the calendar for the end of the year obviously there's not as much going on so we were able to swing it and make it happen but we had a good little gaggle going on we did we uh, we, uh very very reminiscent of the old turn five tavern we made the turn one tavern we claimed three picnic tables uh yeah. put them all right next <laughs> to each other and ours uh, now we made we made everybody behind us get up and leave so that was uh <laughs> That was a tough to be, look, to be fair, <clears throat> there's two or three rows of picnic tables. If you're sitting in row three, you weren't trying to see the race. Well, especially since they were all open when we got there. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> row one was empty. Yeah, so and row, that's that's on you guys. Row three is almost behind the stands anyway, so I didn't feel that yeah. bad. But uh, those people were just eating their snacks. Yeah, snacks. Uh, food on point, by the way. Uh, yeah, we, we had a they had a <clears throat> glizzy trailer. They had a. Uh, uh, an ice cream trailer, they pizza had truck. Pizza there was truck. yeah, there was one of our our uh, friends or one of the gaggle crew that was uh, hyping up um, the pizza truck. Obviously, before the, when we walked in there, and uh, that that was very fashionably late pulled in raids. We were walking <laughs> I was in. Say tough look for the pizza trunk. Yeah, there was a line for the pizza trunk before the pizza trunk was there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I uh, they were behind Liter- all day. <laughs> Literally, yeah. <laughs> I also very much respected the fact that the ice cream truck showed up about the time that the second feature was rolling out. So I for sure went over and uh, handed them some of my doll hairs just to uh, support. Uh, I knew that their day was cut short, obviously, uh, upon arrival. But uh, yeah, beer just, tent set up. Yeah, yeah, they did have literally. A little, yep, literally was, a beer with yep, a tent uh, over it. Yep, <laughs> yep. <laughs> just an easy up. <laughs> they, 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 what I like uh, very much so is they started throwing out deals at the end of the races where we uh, started the night. Uh, two for or two for nine dollars for uh, Bud Light, wide, uh, Bud wide. Heavy, uh, Mick Ultra, and uh, whatever the fuck else they were selling, and uh, a nice couple wide limes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they like me a Bud Light lime. They did uh, end up giving out the deal of uh, two for six at the end of the night, which uh, promptly got all of us running over there uh, like that was unheard of. But um, yeah, nothing, just, nothing we love more than a bargain. We uh, yeah, nothing we love more than uh, a bargain and getting to the racetrack and just booze bargains are where it's at. <laughs> absolutely getting fucking in one uh, all day. Basically, we got there at about eleven eleven thirty. We all just, got there like at the same time almost too, and we fucking party right next to each other. Pop the trunks I, and. <clears throat> slam some of the so, parking lot. So Brad stayed uh, at Amanda's, which is uh, significantly closer to the speedway than my house or Charlie's house. Charlie left before I did, so I was a bit surprised to see that I pulled into pulled into Waterford first. But yeah, we we made a pit stop. Uh, Lindsay's been into so apparently there's this book that's fucking raging. Apparently it's called Verity. All right, and Lindsay read it. Big fan of the author now, so I was like, "We'll get you another book so you can read it on the way down there." So I left early. We went to Target. I scratched my balls a little bit, filled the filled the Tahoe up, and then we made our trek. Well, that down. makes up for the half hour time gap. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we all showed up within five or ten minutes of each other. Naturally, I had to sell some things to make some money. Second weekend in a row, I've drug scale stands uh, from Maine. Got to do what you got to do, Bob. Got to got to get that bread. <laughs> a nice uh, fellow named Zach bought them. I believe he races SK Lights at Stafford, and uh, he was. Partying with the Rocco's. And we that, like Sklites. That sounded more fun than uh, Waterford. I don't blame him for going back to the party. Yeah. <clears throat> he had a pretty sweet golf cart in the back of his truck, too. He did have a very nice golf cart. 
Yeah, golf carts and party uh, are usually undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I, I feel like uh, it, the the racing they they put on a good show. It, it, yeah, I feel like we all like Waterford. I feel super like it's late. very underrated in super, terms of the tracks around us. Super late models, ACT late models, super modifieds, Pro Four modifieds, and, and the longest street stock race stocks. of all time. Yeah, I dipped halfway through that. That that was that was pretty brutal. But the uh, they had the yeah, like you said, the bang bang modifieds, which. Um, happened and then the uh the act race was pretty decent uh gabe brown went up there and, and tried to contend for the win and, and burned his stuff up a little bit as he said and uh derek uh gluchok kind of carved him up as he usually does and took home the win there and then the uh pro all-star series came out and eddie mcdonald just kind of laid his cock out and led the majority of the race but uh points were shaping up there towards the end and ryan coon pulled it off with what did he finish sixth <coughs> fourth I fourth think. Sixth, which he uh like so Gabe Brown and Eddie Mack were the two he was battling, and those two quickly made their way to the front, like top and, three. And <clears throat> Ryan was was married, married, mired, mired or buried. If you, married in the Murray. back, <laughs> I like married. <clears throat> um, and uh, just methodically made his way up there to the point where, like, it's like, oh shit, he's actually he's like fucking doing it. I feel like Coon is very much uh, where did he come from? Yeah, by the that end was of the race. that was kind of the the feeling I got, and he. Uh, Obviously, racing smart, knew what he had for a gap, and didn't force the issue on Dennis Spencer at all for third, and uh, picked up his first Pro All-Star Series championship. Uh, very much where did he come from? I believe that he finished in the top five at the Auction 250, and everyone's like, holy shit, look at Kuhn. And I was like, what? He was like a lap down like fucking 10 minutes ago, and I looked, and he was like on the battling for third or something like that. But uh, yeah, that was a uh, red, believe red one of stats. He's the first ever past champion from the state of massachusetts or something like that uh which is interesting yeah normally they can just come from turner maine but pretty much yeah <laughs> yeah so the uh like you said the act was after that gay brown led a eddie, lot of it but eddie's uh, never won the past championship has he i don't think so so that makes sense then yeah yeah because he's from mass right um gabe led a lot of the uh hey shout out to gay brown he ran two 150 lap late model races this weekend and he and only didn't hit a single person well <laughs> he, he gave eddie a wiggle that's about it well so. that's, that's just to be expected yeah. i mean uh no, no way uh, better than trying to kill Corey casagrande for seventh out of 10 cars at thompson yeah that was a bit much yeah, he uh, he did post on his Snapchat story, I believe, on Thursday, something about uh, ready to like win or ready to uh, race in two features tonight or this weekend. And I was like, oh, what? What are you you're running the pass race and the the uh, gaggle go go kart race? And he's like, oh, fuck three. And he's like, <laughs> I think I said, told him I was like, ah, oh, there's plenty of time to get your name in the hat for uh, weapon of the year. And uh, he's like, I'll do my best. And he went out there and didn't. So. Oh, it's good. Proud he, of you, Gabe. He was pretty hooked up in that act car for a little while there. Yeah. He was just kind of floating it around and lifting damn near at the flag stand. And then uh, <clears throat> and then Gluchog just came out of nowhere. And... Yeah. <laughs> Bukaki is the only one that I, I can tell that just can go balls out the entire race and still has something at the end somehow. Yeah, it, and I don't really think he was because like, <clears throat> he wasn't really catching Gabe and, until it was getting down to it and the pay window uh, was starting to open. Um, passed him with, what, like 30 to go? Yeah, it was, it was towards the end. Yeah, he for, like percentage of races won to races ran this year. I would think that Derek Luchaki is, and with like a minimum of a ten race, you know, deal. I feel like Derek Luchaki has won the most per timeout yeah, this he year, win like six times or something. like that. Yeah, yeah, not all of them were were on the tour, but he uh, definitely had a very successful year. Yeah. Didn't win the championship or even really get to race for it because he didn't get his saline shot to go into Canada. <laughs> so that's a bummer. But yeah, hopefully that's not a thing next year. Yeah, yeah, it would be fun to uh, watch him compete for a championship <laughs> if 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 uh, 
they didn't make that uh, little scam bullshit uh, rule deal there, he would have probably been the champion this year. But not all of us want a tracking device in us. That's all. Yeah. <clears throat> DJ had a pretty incredible year, though. I think he finished every race in the top four. Or some some Did ridiculous he? stat. Between, yeah. Between both, right? Or was it just, it was just with Act? Yeah. Um, I just knew that Derek had won. But, yeah, I think even if even if Gulchaki had won or <clears throat> had run every race, I think DJ would have won the championship just based on consistency. Well, DJ locked but... it up the week before, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there weren't anybody that was any close. No. Um, super modifieds were there, um, all nine of them. Super exciting. All my friends shit all over me the whole time, which was cool. <laughs> Appreciate you guys. You know, if you guys are afraid of going fast, just say that. It's not that. Um, Aunt Tony Nakala, half tracked teammate Matt Swanson, uh, overlapped up to third. <clears throat> pretty quick uh, little 50 lap race they buzzed off took 11 um, minutes yeah they haul ass around there uh 12 eights which is that's getting after it you know we run there in small block supers and like 13 sixes so adding almost a second it's like they were ross chastain in it the whole race they were yeah. uh, they were buzzing that's for yeah. sure um pro four oof. modified said like a world record turnout uh 300 like, of them i think was like started. 20 but it yeah. still seems like a world record that's what gets me though we haven't had a grinds my gears in a while. Here we go. I, I have a couple grinds my gears this week. <laughs> this, this ground my gears. Pass had 24 super late models. Yes. Two heat races. Okay. Modifieds had 20 or 21. Yep. Three heat races. Bye. You know, Bob. Bye. Can't tell you. The, the, what we've had, said it before. The, 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 not that they are the the more or the less Why? Ex, the less expensive the race car the more drama and I think that they just wanted another heat race super modifieds nine of them two heat races yeah why well why even do heat races at that do moment? one <laughs> just do one I, I don't know Bob I did, I wasn't I asked Daddy what well, had nothing to do with him well, and in fact he's uh, our point of contact though I chatted with Sean for a good little bit there we were talking about life and race cars and. He, uh, he got a pretty good chuckle about how when this event was announced, you know, pass act, going to da-da-da, everyone's like, oh, yeah, fucking yeah, Sean, yeah, fuck yeah. And he's like, when I showed up, this deal was already in progress, and I just was like, yep, cool, whatever you guys want to do, and <laughs> stepped away. And then everybody wanted to give me credit, and I didn't do a damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny. We were, um, but we we might have um, accidentally brought in a couple beverages in uh, our pocket. Time, time stamp. We, we forgot about. that one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, he comes up to me. He's like, "I see that we're losing a percentage of the beer sales today." Huh? And then walks away. I was like, "What do you mean?" No, no, Sean. We bought no. these already, and we just stuffed them in our pocket. Yeah, all we of took the... them out of that lady's nice, huge cooler <laughs> and put them in our warm black backpacks <laughs> because we didn't want to walk the eighty feet back yeah. over to the beer stand. What exactly. I, I bought it's all long... of my Miller Lights at your Bush or your Bud Light track only. Yeah, it's it was yeah. We we just brought our cooler in and then put the or brought our beers in put them in their cooler and then bought them from them again you know honestly it's their fault uh yeah we yeah, probably kind of. should not have outed ourselves yeah. to the masses <laughs> you'll have that though it's the it's the last Budget race racers. last race of the year yeah. you can't you know what sean kick us out for the rest of the year Stay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what sean actually we're opting out for the rest of the year we'll T- just title of this episode we've been kicked out of waterford for the rest of 2022 <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What a shame. Uh, I hate it for the guys at the shop. We'll be releasing a statement. (laughs) (laughs) With an appeal. (laughs) We most certainly will be uh, releasing a statement. Oh, What is this, episode 191? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we... (laughs) 
<laughs> so we uh, we did plan throughout the week that we were going to do the uh, the second running of the Gaggle 150 at Monza Go Karting uh, Speedway, which uh, we talked about on last week's show. We uh, the first year that we did it was uh, a very um, interesting let's say race there was a, a lot of injuries there was a lot of people that we didn't really know were going to be at foxwoods that day that just happened to be and that was really how the group chat started was uh we all needed to be on the same page for when our races went green uh, a little bit later on i had uh, gotten tom the modified guy to uh come and record all of our races with uh, fence line films so uh we uh tom packed up all of his gopros took a ship came over and uh strapped up everyone in the parking lot while we were having a couple wads and uh we made our way in, which we we actually called. Um, Devin O'Connell called early and reserved some uh, ten spots or something in the uh, nine o'clock race, and then uh, sure promptly called again and tried to get them to put another ten on the list. In which the guy was like, "No," and then <laughs> Devin's like, "Here's here's my here's your, here's my phone. Uh, tell him tell him what you want." And I was like, "What?" So I like took the, the phone. The guy's like, "Happened right in front of me." The guy goes, "I goes, hey, uh, you Brad?" And I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "All right, so this is what I'm gonna do. If uh, if you, I have ten spots saved at nine o'clock, but if you guys want more than that, uh, I'm hearing that you guys want twenty. We can we can do twenty as well." And I'm like, "Yeah, cool, man. Yeah, whatever." And he's like, "Well, see see what I'm what I'm dealing with right now is that if, if you guys." Don't show up. Then I have 20 spots that are, you know, unavailable to the public, and then we just lose all of the money that we would have made at the nine o'clock slot. So, uh, so we could do 20, but it's gonna be sixteen hundred dollars. I'm up, like upfront. Uh, yeah, I'm like what? We just had 10 for free, and now it's 10 more for 1600 bucks. I was like, yeah, no, uh, no, never mind. For, forget about that. Um, he's like, well, do you have 10 people coming? And I'm like... Are you uh, telling me it was $80 per race? No. I was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at like 15 of them right now, and I know that there's a handful of them that are coming uh, in a little bit. So uh, we should have at least you know, 10, 15, but uh, I, I don't have everyone here with me right now, so I can't really get everyone's money together. And he's like, all right, well, well I got 10 for you. I'm like, cool. Gave Devin his phone back, and then I'm like, that was the most counterproductive phone call I've ever had in my entire life. Jumped back on the picnic table, had a couple more brews, made our way over to Foxwoods, uh, a gaggle of us. And uh, like I said, uh, we're, Tom was strapping us all up while we were getting boozed up in the parking lot. Went down, I'm checked surprised in. surprised he even had any cameras left because, like, three of them got absolutely fucking destroyed at Waterford. Oh, yeah. Yeah, TT, TT travels well. So we uh, checked in for our 9 o'clock tea time, um, went over to the bar with uh so amanda and ashley came just to watch the races and uh do the after bullshit and uh blaze and mrs blaze were coming racing with us and so every time we've ever been to foxwoods right you, you check in it's very very much a rule that you don't drink until after your races so uh -huh. we we checked in at about eight thirty. well you don't drink at their bar. You go to a different one. So we check in at like 8.30. That's on them for putting a go-kart track at a casino. We got... Yeah, you can't drink at the bar there, but you can literally go in the elevator, go up one floor, and go to literally an entire casino's worth of bar. Yeah, so... And then come back smelling like a brewery, and then like, no, yeah, you can still rip. We have, t we have 20 to 25 minutes before we need to be staged and like ready to rip, and... We all sit down. Gaggle. Everyone, get them down to the wall. Everyone's holding helmets, except for Ashley and Amanda, who are now sitting at the bar, and... The lady goes, "Are you guys, uh, you guys racing soon?" And Blaze goes, "Oh no, we're not till nine. She goes, "Oh, you're fine then." <laughs> <laughs> and then serves everyone that's going out on the track soon. Um, <clears throat> to be fair, you're going what top speed, maybe thirty five mile an hour. Yeah, and uh, one thing I learned pretty quickly is uh, Monza sucks now. Oh no, um, the the gas carts were so so much leaps and bounds better than uh, uh, the electric ones. It. Um, 
I don't know if I think that the spoiler electric alert, ones, Charlie and I didn't go go karting. No, I think that the worst one, the worst part about it was the fact that um, just we were racing with a bunch of randoms because we didn't have enough people. We had like twelve people probably out of our gaggle, but we didn't have enough to fill up all the go karts. So they were putting random people in. So then we were all just buzzing around, you know, like we usually do, racing pretty clean and fast laps and stuff like that. And the people behind us were just like spinning out by themselves, which I don't even know how you do. Um, and so like we would, you just be going and it, it, we'd get so strung out that you're like, Oh, I'm just gonna go for a fastest lap. And then your cart would just shut off because there's a spin fucking 18 corners behind you. And it's like, Oh, fantastic. So, so you can't even cheat and catch up to your buddy <clears throat> under yellow. Actually, I don't know necessarily how that fucking system works, but there was numerous times where the yellow's out. Everyone in front of me is coming to a complete halt and I'm fucking ripping it three wide through the middle of them. Like to the diagonal. Front, me amigo. <laughs> yeah, like, and it wasn't our friends, obviously, cause they wouldn't have let it happen. They would have fucking flipped me somehow. Oh yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, we had, some fun uh we, we did two races and uh just it was it was less chaotic than i thought i actually uh, had all intentions on uh, leaving on a well, stretcher two of, two of the most chaotic indoor go-kart racers uh, that are happen to be sitting in front of microphones opted out so yeah uh, we're yeah so probably we'll, for the best <laughs> well <laughs> financially i just uh, had yeah, to i had I had my sister and, and her friend Brittany, and then they got dogs and stuff and we just we had to buzz on home that's kind of the same boat budget wise and then uh ended up going to dinner with uh Mom and Dad, Kristen and Smitty, and then uh, Nate Barth. And I cannot be trusted to go to a casino. No. Like, without blowing all of my monies, and I had some monies from selling scale stands, and I was like, yeah, no, that's just, that's going to all it's end a up. recipe for disaster, Bob. In Foxwood's pocket, and uh, they don't deserve it. Yeah, the good news is that uh, casino-wise, the, like, we were in there for a couple hours at least, and I think I was the only one that gambled, and I fired a 20 into roulette, made it to 65, and was like, we're done. <laughs> just went and fucking paid for dinner. But um, That's responsible. Yeah. We uh, we uh, went to the well, DraftKings. Watch us gamble like feral rodents in Atlantic City. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> or uh, Mohegan next Friday. Um, that's going to be uh, probably the next time I gamble like a feral rodent. But um, we... Uh, <laughs> We went to the DraftKings Sportsbook, which I very much wanted to go to for a long time. Um, I don't know that we were supposed to do it, but we just walked in and sat ourselves. And by sat ourselves, I mean, at this point, uh, Mike Jr. and uh, his lady friend, um, Marcus and Emma showed up. And, like, there was just a bunch of people that weren't, like, a couple people that weren't go-karting that uh, showed up. And uh, we all just went out to dinner and pulled, like, three or four tables together and, like, 15 chairs from every corner of the bar. Put them all together, watched uh, We didn't know the Jake Paul fight was going on. So Marcus and I were very much on the same page. Like, fuck Jake Paul. This kid's a fucking clown. Like, we're going to bet on Anderson Silva. And uh, Reagan, naturally being uh, who he is as a person, decided to bet on Jake Paul. And um, so when Jake Paul inevitably got the decision because they paid the uh, people that fucking they know, put score on, the they fight. They put on the fight. <laughs> yeah. Score the fight. Um, uh, Reagan was uh, able to clown on everyone. So that was a lot of fun. But uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, little bar there can very much stay look forward to uh, the next trip there which i assume will be the third annual go-kart five million at monza uh next year but that was uh that was saturday and uh we'd be remiss to not bring up the uh, happenings of the nascar xfinity series showdown at uh the paperclip martinsville speedway that was um well <laughs> well jesus was hated too at first yeah, I like you can't even say Jesus. Ty Gibbs is a fucking moron. Yeah, you can't even say Jesus took the wheel on that one. Um, Morgan Wallen says Jesus doesn't done it that way. The, the yeah, he is that English. Jesus most certainly wouldn't have done it. Well, it's Tennessean, but um, more so no. 
Morgan wouldn't have done it that way. Um, let's just, Morgan might have. Jesus didn't. That's one of the. I don't. Know, I can't figure. I can't figure it out. But it was. It was such well, an. Long story move. short, Ty gives us a cunt. It was an egregious move. Bad move for business. Um, I don't Stupid. necessarily. I don't understand. Stupid. I don't understand how like so going into the final restart. It's Brandon Jones, Ty Gibbs, Sheldon Creed, Noah Gregson, top four. Sheldon Creed's on the bottom. Sheldon Creed's pretty good at Martinsville, and he was pretty fast. And they when they fired off, they went through, uh, uh, I believe, turns one and two. And uh, Brandon Jones got – he absolutely, like – he was getting punted by Sheldon Creed. So what looked like was going to happen was Sheldon was going to get off the corner and they were going to be side-by-side. Side. Ty Gibbs was going to have nowhere to go. He's going to be hung out on the outside. Um, but it looked like Riley Herbst got in the back of Sheldon Creed, got him a little squirrely. He didn't get the run up off. Brandon Jones absolutely out of a cannon fucking fired the thing off and uh, just went into the corner. Ty Gibbs tucked in line behind him and just no mercy. Hashtag never lift. Never lifted. Absolutely <clears throat> junked him. Keep in mind, the most egregious part about the whole entire thing was that Ty Gibbs was already locked in or going to be locked in to the final four. Uh, at Phoenix, I just wanted to say Homestead because it felt way better, and I wish it was at Homestead. But... Um, and Brandon Jones needed to win his way in. So instead of Joe Gibbs racing or Ty Gibbs racing, um, having two cars in the final four at Phoenix, they now have just Ty Gibbs and uh, against four three, Jerem, against three, three junior motorsports cars, a fourth one in the field who hates him, and a fifth one who drives for your grandpa who now hates you and is going to JRM next year. Yeah, I like uh, I like Junior's chances uh, this weekend. Yeah, why? Uh, so stupid short-sighted just so dumb <clears throat> and even worse okay you did it you've raced like this all year we're done giving you free passes y- you raced like an absolute dipshit and then celebrate so bad that you blow the rear tires off the thing get out and absolutely lean into it like no even remorse no yeah. even not doesn't even care and and then uh, did you even watch the press conference afterwards i didn't and i'm glad because it probably would have made me more irritated it it was it was to the point where the only thing he would say to every question no matter what the question was was yeah he got into us he moved us out of the way so i just wanted to get back to him i didn't mean to wreck him but you know i I didn't we 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 got a clock and that was what he said to every single question it's too like his fucking clown like his face is so punchable yeah, no one's done it yet. I don't understand. Like, I yeah, I don't know how that kid hasn't gotten absolutely we have clowned, out yet. I say we, mostly Brad, has clowned on Brandon Jones probably f- since the day this podcast was incepted. Deservedly so, I feel. I've never really been a fan of him, but I promise you that if he goes to Phoenix and ends Ty Gibbs' day, I will buy a Junior Motorsports Brandon Jones shirt the first day they're released. Immediately. I think there will be three of us yeah, uh, twinning. Yeah, very much so. I, and I, I really think... liked Brandon's interview. He, uh, yeah. That's the ones you got to worry about. Yeah. The guys that spout off on the microphone, he might have won the battle, but he ain't going to win the war. Martin Truex Jr. aren't going to do shit, clown. They aren't going to do anything about it. <laughs> the only thing he did is let Joey Logano drive around him and win a championship. Brandon Jones didn't say much. Just, you know, hate it. Hate it for the guys. You know, we put ourselves in position to win and, uh, did say he's really looking forward to next year and getting with uh, some some drivers that's, that uh, will race him better. With but, respect, I believe. But never never once said of anything about wrecking Ty Gibbs or paying him back. He said, you know, we're just going to go to Phoenix next week and uh, hopefully get a win and shake things up a little bit. He may kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do, you, do you know who acts like that? Serial killers. Yeah. 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 Dahmer. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> is, he is a he has a redneck motherfucker, so uh I would not be 
Would not be surprised if he goes out there and absolutely shanks him, carves then, him up. You got Sam Mayer and Ty, who famously fought at Martinsville. You know that. He don't care. Noah no. fucking hates him. But Noah's got something on the line. So Noah yeah. can't afford Noah. Well, Noah, Josh, and Justin all can't really be distracted by what the 54 does. But they got two guys, I think, in their back pocket that probably don't care about anybody but what the 54 does. I love the uh, the Brandon Jones interview and Noah just walks up and says, go beat his fucking ass. Yeah. <laughs> beat, his, beat his ass, bro. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they interviewed Noah, just said it was disrespectful and the Ty Gibbs racing. Oh, I mean, Joe Gibbs racing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got to be such a bad, bad feeling in all of Joe Gibbs racing, even the Cup Series, to know that the the you know number one car in the stable next year is going to be Ty Gibbs. Yeah. No matter which way, I don't know, you look that eighteen at it. car was a real lightning in a bottle yesterday. I think, well, I think, I think that they're just giving up in. on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, they they they're starting to fucking hose him now with the last couple races, and that very uncharacteristic of Kyle Busch to just go like two laps down to start off with because the car is that fucking bad. Meanwhile, Eric Jones is what, to the front. Denny Hamlin is to the front. What was really nice of Joe Gibbs Racing is to take Denny Hamlin's pit crew away from Denny and give him Kyle Busch's because Denny Hamlin consistently lost spots yesterday every time he pitted, and that's what cost him the race and inevitably a shot to win a title. Denny Hamlin was going to win that race, not to jump ahead, but his pit crew shafted him, and uh, guess what? That was the 18 pit crew all year. Smartest thing uh, Richard Childress has done lately is realize his grandson's not going to win him a championship anytime soon, so he signed somebody else. Yep. 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 Um, good on him too, because uh, I feel feel like if in this this sport the way that it uh, the way that it's driven, I guess uh, you I just I'm shocked that there hasn't been like a 33 car added in to put Ty Dillon in the in the car. He won't do it. Uh, Ty Dillon won't. No, Ty won't actually I think has the has the self awareness to not want to do that. Yeah. No, actually, I ima- he's no, actually I imagine... said that he has an open invitation to race for his grandfather, and he just won't. And I imagine Petty GMS was getting some help. Uh, from Childress when he drove the 42 car this year, but uh, where the hell is he going next year? Spire. Spire. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. So he's going to drive sure, the 77 LaJoy's back. I'm sure they'll, uh, that's a Chevy team. I'm sure they'll get some help, but it um, seems like he has a little more self awareness and humility versus Austin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ju- I mean, so yeah, just uh, <clears throat> I don't care who it is. I just. And we're going to be watching it all together, which is the best part because we don't just sit around and watch NASCAR races together. Um, actually, I don't know that we really have since Ryan Newman, Ryan Newman at fucking Daytona. So yep. um, we're going to be all together. Well, actually, I guess that's a lie. We watched championship race last year. Um, seems to be the only race that Did we're we? able to do. Thank, thankfully, Smitty wins another championship. So we're going to be all. Oh, just, the Xfinity. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to be all watching the Xfinity championship. Yeah, Chris, and, uh, uh, hopefully you get a head start. Put your TV in your garage ahead of time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Do that. And uh, also maybe, uh, well, we'll, we'll, never mind. we'll bring the champagne because if Ty Gibbs gets wrecked, like, within the Pop first stage oh god <laughs> i hope that you didn't like any of your food chris and i'm sorry uh that's a joke well, we knowing us we'll eat all of it <laughs> anyway. yeah. yeah it's a good point but i'm gonna start uh, just, fasting two days before just so i can make room man i am not because glizzies are a dollar uh, at the hockey game friday but charge sports stick puck wed two dollar beers can't wait Anyways, um, really jumping only, ahead, only right? until the start of the second period yes true but we can make that happen <laughs> what time do the what time do those uh like pre-game warm-up start because i'll be 6:15. there a half hour before then <laughs> bob's out there on the ice just fucking sticking i'm around. just here for the beer <laughs> uh yeah so that was uh that was saturday's festivities um and good thing that nothing really happened in the cup race to talk about no, yeah no but, not much so uh <laughs> I, I, I won picks with the 11 i'm a point behind charlie going into the final week so Oof. uh 
Yeah, can't wait for uh, Homestead. Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> it just, it, doesn't it just feel so much better to say Homestead? It yeah, just, they gotta bring that back. Well, it was yeah. only that for 20 fucking years, so. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. Safe we, to say laps um, 0 to 400 in whenever the 77 crashed. Um, that woke me up from my nap. Yep. Yep. Absolute fucking just. News fest. The short track. Package the on cars, cars are just so they just don't race well on short tracks. You got them shifting, the tires are too wide, the cars are too stable. Just people are knocking the shit out of each other, and the car's not even moving. Tyler Reddick got concussed during the race from hitting someone, and it never wiggled their car. Yeah, yeah, it was his like, nose got, was pretty fucked they up. They got jammed yeah. up on a restart, and he ran into the back of a car, and it they just all kept going. And then he's like, Yeah, I'm not doing well, yeah, and benched that bitch. Uh yeah. So the the cup race there's not even really anything worthy to talk about in the cup race until the very ending and that's pretty much what everyone the last uh, quarter remembers. The last lap. So we'll just we'll just jump well, right even in. Le- even leading just like from the final restart on it did really get interesting. You had <clears throat> guys legitimately throwing Hail Marys. Chase Briscoe has to win. Stayed out. Almost made it. Looked work. like it was going to Cole was. Custer Kind of like a spiteful, like, ah, you want to penalize me for rigging races? Watch this. Stays out. So now you got a car buffer. Then you had, I believe, the 24 and the 5 and the 6 took 2? Yes. I think so. No, no. The 6 took 4. 6 took 4. 6 took six and 20 took 4. And uh, then obviously, yeah, the 20. If that race had been 8 laps shorter, Chase Briscoe wins it. Pretty and, easily. And Brad Keselowski's out there throwing fucking haymakers to anybody he's around. <laughs> in the 20 car <laughs> multiple times. He wanted to win that fucking race he like you read about. He was using up Christopher Bell big time. Christopher yeah. Bell needs to win to get in the race, like you said, uh, as does uh, the 14 there, Chase Briscoe. So they're out there slugging it out. And, you know, the 20 car is leading when the yellow comes out. You have to pit. Yeah. You have to. Um, once Denny Hamlin, like I said a little bit ago, Denny Hamlin was dominating the middle to later stages, like, had the race in control, pits, comes out fourth, runs fourth, pits, comes out seventh, runs seventh, pits, comes out 11th. Like He just was never getting these spots back, and that inevitably cost him. Like He was as good as the 20 car, I feel like, but the 20 car came out in the lead and never relinquished control of the race, even when... He pitted for four and restarted, I think, seventh or eighth. He was still the first car with four tires, and after 15 laps was the fastest car on the racetrack again. Yeah, the the I was getting a little nervous watching that race because I, I fell asleep at like a weird time where we were just watching the football game, and uh, then I, I turned the race on with like 150 laps to go, and I fell asleep with like 60 to go, which was a little nerve-wracking because uh, I'm one just non-wake up and 25 minutes away from missing the whole ending, which was the whole point of watching the race to begin with. Um, usually it's a stage two nap, but football was on, and uh, that was also a snoozer. But I, I Shout out Landon say. Castle for crashing the Spire 77 because that's what woke me up. Yeah, so when when Chase Briscoe fired off and got such a big advantage, it, it looked like for a second that the cars that had the tire advantage, it was just not going to work out for, for the, like six, seven laps. For the first like three or four laps, Briscoe was the fastest car on the racetrack. Yeah. And, yeah, and then it just absolutely fell yeah, on its about face. About 15 laps into it, you could tell. Even the cars with two tires, like Byron was hanging on for dear life. It was fucking... Never, and he never really went forward. He just was... On defense mode. It was incredibly interesting to watch because he had gotten out to a pretty far lead before uh, Christopher Bell got, got into the second spot and then just ran him down fast as fuck. But um, the final laps were incredibly interesting because it was uh, Ross Jastain was in because uh, they were uh, 
two spaces or Denny was two spaces in front of him or something like that. He, and then, he had to finish within, I think it was three or four spots behind Denny. Yeah, he had the tiebreaker over Denny if yes. they if they tied, which so, I didn't realize that the tiebreaker was within that round. Yeah, yeah. So the so so Denny goes in like I with well, his like three or four to go now. Denny ends up. He got by someone because they got shifted out. I guess it was Briscoe. And then he gets into the back of William Byron, punts him up into Joey Logano, gets the extra buffer that he needed to now be and two I spots got around Chase Elliott. Yeah, uh, Chase yeah. was early. Yeah. Yeah. So he that was that was one of the he first was, spots. He was in. Going oh, into turn easily. three. Like he worked for it. He, <laughs> he was like two spots it. up. Yeah. And at this point, like even before like the what ended up transpiring, I'm like, okay, like this seems like all is right in the world. Christopher Bell, Hail Mary, wins the race. That's awesome. Second He's time, in. basically won two game sevens to get to the World Series. Like, I don't like a Christopher Bell. Like, not that I don't like him. I just don't cheer for him. He's like Denny Hamlin. Like, I've, we've, I think we've all kind of done a 180, and we used to, like, a lot of us used to hate Denny, and now everyone's kind of just like, oh, you know, he's entertaining. We kind of respect fun, him. You want to know a fun fact about Christopher Bell? Oh, Here we go. Yeah. He drives the 20 car. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, so... Couldn't wait to tell Abby that yesterday. Like that guy yeah. watching, uh, <laughs> yeah. watching the race though. Like we're all it was it was Ashley, Amanda, and I, and, and everyone's like, oh, we like Chris Rubel. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, watching him win the race, like this is deserved because he would have he, he would have at least had a much better shot of racing his way into the championship. He gets collected in Bubba Wallace being a fucking moron, and uh, then he's obviously out on the outside looking in. Even he was running pretty good in that race too. So he deserves this win. That's awesome. And then you know, looking down through, you have uh, Joey Logano who ran who raced his way in, won a race. Chase Elliott who would have wrapped up the championship like last week if it was the regular NASCAR uh, old format before they started doing the dumb stage things. And uh, then obviously uh, Denny Hamlin was in, so everyone's like, that makes sense. Denny Hamlin is the modern day Mark Martin. Hasn't won a championship. Very much deserves one. And then but has like fifty wins. And then as we're watching this, you know, Amanda's kind of tuned out a little bit. Ashley's not really paying attention. And I'm watching. And you just see the one car pull up next to the 11 and the che- like get to the checkered flag. Now, let, me throw like, in, let me throw in an added <laughs> wrench to this. As you all know, if you're listening to this program, we do a, a pick segment. And the loser of the pick segment has to do something that's going to be incredibly uh, detrimental to the, our ego. Meaning that Charlie and I, because Brad's already locked up the win... Are gonna have to do something embarrassing in public wearing full racing getup. I had the eleven, Charlie had the twenty-two, Brad had the twenty-four. Those three cars were running sixth, seventh, and eighth at the very end. And Logano and I was pretty safe. Felt like I was gonna win picks. Logano and Byron are racing, and I am like full on just come on, William Byron. Like <laughs> I need that extra point on Charlie. Like, come on, William Byron. So I'm watching those three. The, they had the 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 TV, obviously, you probably were watching it if you're listening to this, was split off into three different battles. So I'm watching intently at the 11, 24, and 22 for personal reasons. Come on, fucking come on, Bill. And then I hear Rick Allen, like, losing his shit about the one car finishing behind Denny Hamlin. And I'm like, no, he didn't. He was just, like, fucking 10th. Yeah. And then saw the replay and just stared at my TV, slack-jawed and cross-eyed for about 24 minutes after going, what the fuck did I just watch? I, did, I, I didn't believe it. And I didn't then, even know what was yeah. going on. No, I, had, I, I, I saw it, and then I was like, how the fuck did he just do that? And then Dale Jr. comes on, and he's like, that was a video game move! And I'm just sitting there, and Amanda goes, wait, what just happened? And I'm like, uh... 
I'm pretty sure uh, he just gassed it up and never lifted and went all the way around the wall, and now he's locked into the playoffs. And she's like, wait, really? And then they both watched, and they were like, that is so cool. And I'm like, ah, fuck Ross Chastain. And uh, the, the more that they played the replay, the more I'm just like, that was really fucking cool. That, that was that was the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Not only that, like even the replays, like I, I've, I watched like ten replays, and every single one of them that I saw, I was like, like it's in fast. I was like, I was like, ah, yeah, cartoonish. Like, I was like, absolutely nat- cartoonish. I was like, oh, they they fast forwarded it to make it look better. It's like, uh, no, someone on iRacing. But the, nope. I was like, ah, oh, you know, <laughs> it did look like an iRacing it, fucking replay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. And the, 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 and the the most crazy one is that I just saw it. It's on the the track house Facebook. The fan that was in the corner yeah. that took the cell phone. Video. The one that I liked the most was Chase Elliott's in car because he goes into the corner about three car lengths back of Ross, and then you see Ross just like not turn, and then he's gone. You can't even, <laughs> can't even see him anymore. Set the NASCAR Cup Series track record by two and a half seconds. Uh, one of my favorite posts of the entire week was uh, the fact that uh, Ryan Priest said, uh, don't forget who has the actual uh, track record. Uh, tour modified qualifying in 2021, I believe it was. Uh, 18, he 18-6. Yeah. Ross ran an 18-8. Yeah. yeah, something like that. So, uh, yeah, we and, uh, like, respect just, that. You obviously King don't. Three. You you don't know that that's gonna work. No. So you are completely disregarding you and several others' well beings <laughs> when you when you shift that bitch into fifth. He, he claims, just let her chew. <laughs> claims he let go of the steering wheel and just clamped that bitch. <laughs> and if Brad Keselowski was six more feet to the left, he'd have gained fucking two more spots. <laughs> this is now, now. This was. It, as incredible as it was, can you imagine if just like throughout like the the tire tests that they've done there this year, throughout racing there once this year, can you imagine if there was like a handful of guys that were like on the outside looking in going to the day, just like yeah, if we have to, we're gonna we're gonna give that he a said shot. He thought about that, and then all of a sudden, like you know, but like, can you imagine how much more incredible it would have been if fucking Ross did that to get by Denny and Blaney did that from third and fucking whipped by Christopher Bell. You just see two guys just on the wall, just flying. Well, You're just like, what? I bet, I bet Blaney's probably pissed he didn't think of it. Yeah. Well, I, I think <laughs> this Beyblades. I think that presents the next question though: is that does that open up Pandora's box? Oh my God, there's going to be a rule. I'm surprised there isn't a rule out yet. But what what's the rule? How do you I don't write? No, it's NASCAR. They'll make it something convoluted and too confusing. Like if it's a Wednesday and the wind's blowing south southwest, you can do it. But other than that, if you don't. If you do hit the wall and you gain more than 1.5 spots, then you got to give it back. Like it's, <laughs> my, it'll be my favorite. Up. My favorite tweet that I saw was I think it was Matt Weaver was like, uh, not to be a fucking Debbie Downer or, or Jeff Gluck, whoever it was, and it was like not to be a Debbie Downer, but like drivers already complaining that yeah. there should be a rule. Several against that. drivers were upset, <laughs> and Joey Logano was like, "Oh, if you hit the wall, you you shouldn't be able to advance your spot." And somebody responded, it's like. So you mean telling me you can't hit the wall to advance a spot, but if you go half an inch below the line at fucking Talladega, you go to last? Yeah. <laughs> what What's the rule? Right. Like, what is that? How do you How do you one write the rule? Two enforce it. If it's paved, it's a racetrack. Because where in the, the the best part is, and I love it, doesn't say you can't do that. There's nobody else thought of it. It was a it was a big it's brain move. Silly. I would, like, I would like to know. You'll never find this information out. But what was the what's the damage bill on that race car? That's a two hundred. That's got to be a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar race car. I bet it you. It has to be. I and bet it's you. Junk. Though, it's garbage. I I bet you that 
get somehow, some way, I don't know how, but I bet you finishing fourth in the championship versus fifth pays for all of the damage. I was going to say, if it's, if it's $30,000 worth of damage to both of them, I don't think it junked the car. No. I mean, he didn't hit anything. He just just ground it. I mean, yeah. he hit there was, there pretty was, fucking hard a couple times. Yeah, but like, there was no like real aggressive point of impact. Like He was already up against the wall when he hit it, so it's... Well, he he knew. No, he obviously, did it. it didn't slow he down. He did it just right where he, like you said, he was already kind of up there. He didn't just fucking go straight through the infield and it slam like into it. It was like on Mario Kart when you hit like the fucking star. On Rainbow Road. It just couldn't look less real. And that's my favorite part about it. My least favorite part about it um, was so every pretty much most drivers actually you got to give a shout out to Denny Hamlin because his interview was Took by like far by far what the most say? cordial um, professional it seemed like well thought out for someone who just got their heart ripped out of them interview for that, the 18th year in a row that you've that you, that you could have had and then the worst interview by far of all time or of all time of this instance I guess of all of the interviews that were had was Kyle Larson getting out and saying, yeah, it's a bad look for our sport. You, know, you, you can't did have it. Guys, you can't you have guys it, doing stupid. this. You've done it. <laughs> Makes our sport a mockery. Eldora truck race. You bounce that fucking thing off the wall t- on so many times until you eventually rip the right front off of it because that's what you were doing. He also did it at like Darlington. Yeah, he, oh, Darlington. he tried okay. to beat Denny and it almost fucking worked there last yeah. year in the yeah. fucking next gen or not, not, the, before the next gen car when the the whole body would just roll over under your tire and blow your tires out. Yeah, like so. So I guess, boys, question: Is it bad for the sport? Uh, I mean, you've got no. entities talking about NASCAR that would otherwise not talk about you NASCAR. You have people talking about NASCAR that probably didn't even know it existed. As Sports it, Center, top one play on Sports Center Sunday night, that. Pat McAfee show, free beer and hot wings. All talked about it. Pardon my shows. take. They couldn't get AJ Allmendinger's name right if it fucking, <laughs> if it paid money to, and they were sponsoring the fucking car. And and <laughs> and Allmendinger, it, say it how it's spelled. Yeah. All men ding er no it's not that yeah they i don't know what they were Adder, <laughs> no, oh, wait. They, they were they were on something but uh just the kyle larson interview was so egregious just like what are you saying like you you've done this before you try to do it it didn't work well, out for you it worked out god for forbid Ross, kyle somebody be better at ripping the top for a week than you well, yeah. <laughs> well is, is he in a box because of one what he did before in terms of running his mouth when he sh- or not running his mouth but saying something he shouldn't have into being your current reigning champion is he painted into a box there Nah, I I don't know. And he I, did he did the most one of the most disrespectful things I think you can do f- as a human is answer a question with a question. Yeah. And what do you think about it? They're like, why do you know? Why do you think that's a bad move? Well, why do you think it's good? Well, fuckhead, that's not what I asked you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, if I was a journalist, I'd lose my shit on those <laughs> guys. Like, I wouldn't be allowed back. But to be fair, though, if if we were the drivers getting asked those questions, sometimes we'd also probably lose our shit. Yeah, sometimes. Well, everybody makes fun of Chase Elliott for being a boring robot. This is why. Because yeah, he yeah. just was just goes, so that How do no, you know? I don't know. Uh, like <laughs> I don't know what Chase Elliott said after the race, but it isn't getting shit all over like we're shitting all over Larson's post race interview. Yeah, you want you want a, uh, I don't know. You you want some sort of personality, some character involved, but you also open up a whole Pandora's shit box. Yeah, you're just you're just gonna get judged on everything you say. That's. Well, I think that's why Elliot does the way because it's an act. It's, it's they, all an act. Yeah, he's Bill Belichick. Yeah, they try to exactly. get fucking answers out of all these guys, and Chase just like, yeah, great car, Napa. Gotta think. <laughs> gotta think the guys back at the shop. We're going to the pool room, Hooters. Well, I'm pretty sure he's never been there though. <laughs> so, but the the one thing that I don't really understand, I guess, is that people are like, oh, it opens up this a huge box for for drivers to do it at every track. You're not going to be able to the, do that at every yeah. track. There's yeah, no, no way. No, you you can't like. 
Do it at Phoenix this weekend. When, not, when, it, when it, the rest of the field is 35 yards to the yeah. left down on the apron because that's where you run going through three it wouldn't one work. or two. Like, I, do, I can't really think of another track on the NASCAR circuit that that would work at. Uh, it the certainly only... wouldn't give you that much of an advantage. No. Like Darlington and Homestead, it really isn't going to give you The reason it advantage. worked at Martinsville is because the corner speed is like <clears throat> 60 miles an hour. Right. Bristol, Have, it's So no matter work. what the distance is that you're covering for the outside, if you're going 130... I want to see someone try it at Coda. Kevin, uh, this morning, <laughs> yeah, like, when he brought up... Where is that going to work? When he brought that up... Uh, Fucking well, Ross actually tried to have Alex Bowman try it at Coda. It didn't work out for him. But um, <laughs> John Hunter Nemechek ended up Kevin, sand trap. <laughs> Kevin was like, "Where else is that going to work, though? Like they, they can't. What are they going to do to enforce it? Like there's you. you I I honestly think that they, should, should, they shouldn't do anything yeah. to enforce it because I don't think that it's really going to do that much. I don't. All, I don't think it's going to really work that well. All they really need to say again. is if if they. If you do that on the last lap and advance your position, we're just going to penalize you back to where you were running before you hit the wall. They were they were so spread out though that it was like almost like a perfect situation where when you come off the corner, you go up to the wall anyways. If someone was in, if someone was racing where Ross was trying to go, he would have ran him over them and wrecked the whole entire field. But if but so based off of what Bobby just said though, what if they're at Darlington? Did they all hit the wall every fucking lap? But it's not going to give you that much of an advantage because the guy in front of you that's not hitting the wall is already going faster than you into the wall. The only other track that... But, the, uh, but how do you write the rule, though? Because the, it's like you, yeah, you I hit just, the wall. I just don't think you do. Does that I mean you can't? I don't think you write the rule. And the only other track that Kevin and I were talking about today earlier that might it might work out is Richmond because you do check up quite a bit to get to the bottom of Richmond. And if you just ship that bitch to the top, I think that he's kind of on to something. Even at Richmond, though, I feel like there's such a... a so, uh, uh, take Bobby, you take a radius, right? The outside compared to the inside is going to be a longer way around, correct? Well, at Martinsville, I feel like it's not that much longer. Plus, you've got to go no, like the, 60 miles an the hour biggest compared thing, to Richmond. Yeah, the, the biggest thing why it worked at Martinsville was how much slower everybody is to wrap the bottom. Right. Yeah. Also, I think they could fix it by just building their walls like Thunder Road. And if you hit the wall, you flip. And I think that would make the sport as a whole way more exciting because every time you bounce a guy off the fence, he flips. You know, that's called self-policing. That, yeah. is, <laughs> that is the correct answer. That is the correct answer. We're going to leave it at that. Uh, that's or just how make you them fix all, the sport. Make them all like Oxford, just don't have walls. Well, and just see what it's happens. not that. <laughs> yeah. Jake the Jet tried to run the wall uh, going through one and two one Well, time. the problem is he hit the wall in the parking lot. <laughs> well, that's how far the wall is away from the <laughs> racing yeah. surface. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we do have some Patreon questions we got to get into here. Do you want to go over picks uh, and wrap that up, or do you want to save that for the end? We can we'll save, save that for it the end because we, we got to do all of our championship, championship picks yeah, yeah. and stuff, but uh, that, that don't really account for anything. But can uh, you send that again, Bob? What? No, okay. it's still there. Is it? I sent it this morning. Woody Pickcat said, uh, "Which local short track in New England would work best to try and do the Ross Chastain?" Oh, you're right. It's not Thunder Road this morning. My bad, Charlie. Uh, not still there like Sorry. we just talked about yeah it but like even thunder road though like no that was a joke moon launch yourself that was that was the. but like thank you it is yeah it is a joke but like i can't really think of any other place that has a wall that wraps around like that that would make sense because even you can, lee you can surely try it at waterford but you're gonna hit the front <laughs> wall very like, hard like if you do it at lee lee it might work in one and two three and four you three. have the opening well that's the thing <laughs> like, you have the opening in four wiscasset it's just gonna cheese grate it because it's fucking jersey barriers and it's like six miles off the bottom uh oxford doesn't have a wall beatridge didn't have a wall not that that matters anyway speedway 95 it doesn't have a wall <laughs> you're gonna end up on i-95 yeah. <laughs> stafford uh fuck. you're gonna hit the safer not barrier close yeah the guardrail is just gonna just crush your car thompson you're, you're gonna die yeah um, yeah. yeah woody yeah, well, woody said that you carry too much speed into thompson yeah, matt Gaines suggested thompson but yeah woody was 
Yeah, you're not uh, letting Thompson. You're never. You're not going to do it anywhere in a super modified. Well, again, because you're just going to climb the wall and flip over. Even if you do it at Thompson, though, you're you're going right. It's not going to give you that much of a speed advantage right. to just not lift. Right. Look, I um, think that the wall comes out too much at Claremont, and the wall at Monadnock's too far away. So either yeah, one Claremont of those are probably going to die. Yeah, Monadnock, the track levels off. There's dirt in between the track and the oh, wall. And, and you, a lot of these places you have openings. So <laughs> you'd, I would love to see yeah. someone try, but you it's not going to end well. You couldn't at White Mountain, or White Mountain, right? We said that. Grab your gloves. Yeah, White Mountain, you'd hit you the, the pile opening. of tires. Well, you have an opening there, too. Yeah. Four. Yeah, if you miss time, do you just go up pit road yeah. at 200 miles an hour? <laughs> there is really... Seen that happen a couple times. There is really no... There's no track that you could even try it at other than Thompson, and I hope yeah. someone does. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. Riverhead, maybe? Maybe. There is an maybe. opening, though. If you did it in three or four, you just hit oh, the yeah. pit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'd, yeah, you'd... And, uh, yeah, you just... A lot of these places, you just shoot off the wall and just go head on yeah. <laughs> into the fucking Hudson. Yeah. You couldn't fence. do it for the same reason. Could uh, you at wall? I haven't been there. And that's all guardrail, so okay. just cheese so no. right of the card. Yesterday at Hudson, I was watching on their stream, and a guy smoked the pit road opening. Oof! In a mad oof. bomber, not ideal. He was oof. okay, but capital oof. Yeah. Yes, yeah, um, so I don't. Yeah, I don't think you could do it anywhere. The answer is yeah. no. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe somebody will try it at New Smyrna during Speed Weeks this year. That'd be fun. Same thing, though. There's an opening in four. <laughs> you just pace the opening and be dead. It'd probably be an ARCA car that tries it. Uh, but not Barth, intentionally. <laughs> yeah. Nate Barth says, they are going to do it on lap one. What though? is a track food you wished all tracks had? Poutine, and it's not even close. Cheese curds. Um, fried, just fried cheese curds, maybe. Yeah. Some tracks do have poutine. Well, Beatrice had a poutine just, truck at one point. Fun and fact, that guy, helped, yeah, that guy used to help my dad way back in the day. Really? Hudson yeah. has absolutely phenomenal cheese fries with bacon bits on top of it that Charlie mm. had one time. Um, that is true. Charlie and I, we, that's pretty much our go-to there. Um, Hudson so you has little, really good food. They do. Hudson, yeah. I, like, I feel like that's not talked about enough. I like this like uh, this top two changing of the guard where like food trucks are coming to the racetrack. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm totally okay with it. I don't know how that what the business model is like for the track to do that because you're. I, I wonder. Don't, I don't know how it obviously gives you a lower way. a lower overhead, but you're losing out on something, right? But if you know if your profit margin with a lower overhead is a bigger percentage, I think it's. But I think th- does having food trucks get more tickets in the? I don't know. I think yeah, you don't have to you don't have to buy all the food. You don't have to pay people to to work. But don't you have to pay the trucks to show up? Getting though? people I think to they show have to up, pay. getting people uh, to show up and do like that might make more sense. That job, I feel like it's a it's a very thankless job and uh, a very high stress job. So I think that uh, I think the food truck way would be the way to go if I was to uh, own and operate a racetrack. I, I, I same. So when the Black Flag Playground comes to p- to play in um, Scarborough, Maine, in Scarborough, Maine, so Holmes Road, seventy Holmes Road. Uh, I, I would say food trucks, but have a beer garden, because the markup on booze is ridiculous. Well, we're gonna start planting then, alcohol. Yeah. yeah Realistically, this is completely off the Patreon subject. Wouldn't it make sense if we do buy Beechridge inevitably someday, where we moved the Turn Five Tavern to like Turn One, where there's already a big set of grandstands, and then behind Turn One, you could put a bunch of food trucks. Like, that'd be a sick, sick little setup. Oh, food trucks. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see why. Yeah. Not. That's where all the food was anyway. Yeah. 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 That would and and to be fair, that building's ripped down now. I think so. Well, the, <laughs> the grandstands are definitely gone. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, tough. Um. Yeah, you're right. Let's see. But I, I feel like the beauty of the the tavern was that you were on the picnic table and you could watch the races. Matt, so like, would, that would that was also very. Yeah. yeah. Um. Mm, Matt Wood said Pro Fours dash Y, and also <laughs> yes, I agree. Also does. This weekend, Correct. cement Ty Gibbs as weapon of the year. It's got to be in the running. Ty Gibbs, like, he probably wouldn't accept the award. 
he he most certainly wouldn't but i mean I jesus we asked him to be on the show was it him yeah, the he was gonna be on the show, and yeah, he's the, he's the weapon. Him. He's like a shoe in for weapon of the year. He won his first ever Xfinity start. Yeah. He he won. Yeah, so he he followed us like out of the blue one day, back at the inception of this show. We slid into his DMs. We we're like, hey pal, you want to come on the show sometime? And he's like, hell yeah, man. Or he didn't say that because Jesus. He was like, frig yeah, man. Or maybe not even. I don't know. He said, I'll have to ask Jesus Truck, yeah. when I can. And I don't think Jesus done it that way. Uh-huh. If I was him, I'd be the hell with you. <laughs> I don't know the words anymore. <laughs> the hell would the heck with you? Um, so uh, we slid into his DMs, monkey fighters, and uh, he was all in on coming on. He wins his first race, his first time out. And uh, we then again were like, hey, man, like, I know you're pretty busy. Um, would be sick to get you on now, especially since you just won. He's like, yeah, like, let me uh, let me check my schedule. I'll get back to you guys. And then we kind of just didn't really care. Mutually ghosted each other. Mutually <laughs> ghosted each other. And then he unfollowed us. And now we just clown all over him. Um, so not a front of the program. Should be a shoe in for weapon of the year at all times, I feel like. Um, so he, See how he's this definitely goes. up there. Yeah, he's definitely up there. I, I feel like he's going to probably get wrecked, and then he's going to absolutely cry to the media like he hasn't been wrecking the whole field yeah, like all year. Never like Ryan Sieg still owes him a, like a fucking good one, so I hope that he just right-rears him. That'd be hilarious. That would be quite the, he might have won the battle, but he ain't won the damn war. They're coming for a fucking I, I'm just going to be, <laughs> season five out soon. I'm just going to be Wide. shocked if something doesn't happen to him. If they just let him win. Him or Ross Chastain. <laughs> like, I would both of those folks shocked. should be absolutely junked um, for what they've done this basically entire year. But Pro 4 Mods, why? Um, decent little question there. They're cheaper than regular ones. Uh, Scott Fowler, keeping it PG, do you think the people that has, have to repaint the wall at Martinsville are pissed off at Ross or pumped because that was awesome? They got to be pumped because they got to repaint the wall anyway. Yeah, they got until <clears throat> next April to figure out a slab of paint. And there's probably going to be different sponsors anyway. Did so you see the to... zoomed up picture of the wall where he hit? Like there was the, the paint's on there pretty thick because there yeah. was giant chunks of it missing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think they're probably pretty pumped that uh, that's going to sell some tickets for a track that doesn't really need to sell anymore because they sold out. Uh, Dave Sykes says, since we saw weapon grade Ty Gibbs and cross-eyed country bumpkin demo derby Ross Chastain this weekend are the days of being. <laughs> All right. <laughs> cross-eyed country bumpkin. Who has this? Dave Sykes. <laughs> Never gonna be able to know him as anything else. Uh, I was really gonna try to get through that because I hadn't actually, read, I hadn't actually read the question yet. Either I'm, I'm looking at it and reading it along with you. Crosside <laughs> pumpkin. Ah, uh, demo derby roster. Well, okay, let me just restart. <coughs> Dave Sykes record record scratch. <laughs> Since we saw weapon grade Ty Gibbs and cross-eyed country bumpkin demo derby Ross Chastain this weekend are the days of being a finesse driver over in major league stock car racing. Oh, six days from now when, <laughs> when both Ty Gibbs and Ross Chastain are in the Phoenix Major Metropolitan <laughs> Hospital, <laughs> you'll understand that the finesse days are still here. Oh, God. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh Pretty much what Bobby God. said. <laughs> They're in the Phoenix metro area. 
I assume that's what it's called. I don't know. It's got to be something close to that. Uh, could be a hospital. They could get thrown out in the desert to be eaten by coyotes. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, what a shame. Uh, Angel Waraguay, you're a we're fucking say I fucking Waragi. Waragi. It's, Waragi. Not, it's not that. You're a guy. Yeah, you're uh, that guy. I am a guy. Hey, <laughs> Angel, you're that guy. You're that guy. <laughs> is Ross Ross's wall ride bad for racing? Is but it's good entertainment. Does the sport need more of this since it brings more outside viewers? We kind of already touched on this, but I did. This shit's been a circus for years now. Like this isn't like this isn't new. Oh, this is where we're gonna draw the line. Th- this is. The, they. I hope that they don't implement a rule specifically because, like, it's such an egregious move, and it most certainly got the world talking about NASCAR, and the world never fucking talks about NASCAR. NASCAR is obviously, you know, on on an average Sunday, I would assume that there's like five football games that are televised, you know, ranked above it in millions of watchers, and then it's NASCAR. Uh, NASCAR does own uh, an assorted uh, millions of people's uh, Sundays, and this just got it out to even more of the masses. Like Bobby said, uh, Pat McAfee show they always t- they try every once in a while they'll bring up NASCAR, but they're always like fucking Bob Labonte. Yeah, and all they do is <laughs> they usually end up just talking about how Tony Stewart killed Kevin Ward. Yeah, so. they they do they they just talk about all the guys that you would have raced uh, with in, in EA Sports NASCAR 2004, yeah, um, and. Jeff Gordon. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, fucking Ward Burton. You're like, how do you guys know fucking Ward Burton? Because they were fans of NASCAR until they were nine, and then they outgrew it like most normal people do. Yeah. Well, people still like the WWE. So, but like the... Still real to me, damn it! I I think it's blown way out of proportion in terms of like, there should be a rule for it and this, that, the other thing, because realistically, it's not going to work at really any other track ever. Uh, And and in fact, I actually hope... There is no rule, and I hope the next time they go to Martinsville, there's 36 guys wall riding the fuck out of that place. Yeah, yeah. last lap, everybody just slams it. <laughs> I don't know that someone's going to try that in the spring race, but you know full fucking well there's going to be at least a handful that give it a shot in the fucking the, or the Could spring. Could you imagine if, fuck say, it. he hits the wall, and he's going 212 mile an hour against the wall like he was, and the right front wheel rips off, in the same way that Chris Busher's did at Charlotte this year, he'd still be flipping. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no, you, can you? It's like they when never you never eye racing and it just goes to the moon the and you just automatically way. go back to pit road. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it would have done. He, he just the the th- the reason for me like there's two reasons. Obviously, it got the, it got NASCAR out to the masses. Like Bobby was saying, Pat McAfee show they never talk about it. Part of my take has talked about NASCAR. I listen to part of my take every Monday, Wednesday, Friday for the last five years. They've talked about NASCAR maybe three times ever. Uh, this was one of those times. They talked. They called Joey Logano Slowy Slogano, and I've never been able to unhear it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they did. They uh, they do clown all over Joey. We absolutely love that. He's very yeah, free. Free beer and hot wings. Never very. Their most prominent NASCAR moment that I can think of is when they made fun of. Uh, uh, when Denny Hamlin told Danica she was loose yeah. <laughs> uh, when they were fighting on pit road after the race, so they talked about it, clowned all over it, and they like just couldn't first couldn't believe it like that's, the rest of us. That's the number one reason why I hope they don't do anything about it. The second thing is that it realistically still shouldn't have worked because when they come off of the corner on the bottom, they wash up to the wall. He very well should have ass packed someone and had a couple cars well, sneak by he, on the bottom. He did hit the six, but well, what, did, what barely? What did help him was. I don't know if Denny shipped Brad or Brad uh, missed the corner, but Denny got underneath the six car through the center of three and four. Had that not happened, Denny very might have looked up in the mirror and just fucking turned right into the fence and made sure that Ross didn't. Yeah, that didn't work. But he was half under the six car 
which is what allowed Ross to get up. I think he beat Ross. Uh, Ross beat him to the line, he did. right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, I, I just like imagine I said, if and uh, imagine if Denny had like his spotter could say. Uh, the one is wall riding turn right now. He might have he might have killed him <laughs> then. But also we didn't even touch on none of this mattered. The six car got DQ'd and Ross would have been in where he was running. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, that was that was uh <laughs> None of this needed to happen tough. and that makes me so much more thankful that it did happen. That's a tough break. Uh no, I, I think it, like I said, it's a, a combination of it, it doesn't matter because it's not gonna work anywhere else. It it was a once and it's probably going to happen again, but it, it doesn't matter for that. And everybody's talking about it. So the more publicity you get towards a sport that you love, the more money that's going to go there. Maybe some asshole fortune 500 CEO is like, you know what? I want to put our name on fucking that guy's car. And if that guy gets a sponsorship, then track, I want to sponsor good. a country bumpkin demo derby <laughs> cross-eyed racer. And then, and then track house is doing good, which is going to appeal to other people. It's like, maybe we should start a team and then it, it's only good. So I, I, I watch, ra- this is I watch anyway racing whatsoever. to be entertained. I don't care how entertain me. That was entertaining. Correct. We, we've been entertained by fucking seven car bang banger races before because it was a good race. Every so. six shooter race ever is entertaining. Yeah. In fact, six shooters, the rule is you have to run the wall every corner. Yeah. <laughs> you can't yeah. put cones up. And you're going yeah. the other way and you it's can driver's run, side. You, you can run <laughs> one joker lap and that's just running a normal lap. <laughs> uh, Sean Miner said, whose wall ride was better, Ross Chastain or Mark Jennison? Uh, Going to go with Ross Chastain. Because, yeah, Mark's uh, wasn't, wasn't <laughs> by design. Mark, it was Mark by was design of the guy next it. to him. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> with uh, Matt Chastain didn't flip. Yeah, Matt Gaines said uh, with Austin Hill versus Myatt Snyder pit road fisticuffs happening this oh. past weekend. Who in racing has the most punchable face? Mine is definitely Matt Craig. Did you see <laughs> that swing? Oh my god, he yeah. laid him the fuck out. Yeah, Austin Hill is a big boy. Big boy. Uh, Myatt Snyder is a small boy. I didn't know that they <laughs> small with an O small. and boy with an O I. <laughs> Very small boy. Yeah, I knew that that had happened. But I didn't watch the video, Holy and fuck. someone sent it to me, and I'm like, Austin Hill would kill Myatt Snyder. Oh my in god! One yeah. punch. I think he and might. And they're like, "Yeah, that's yeah. what happened." I'm yeah. Like, oh, I guess yeah. I was actually watched the yeah. video. That, that boy Myatt hauled Snyder. off and fucking took him to the cleaners. Just fucking yeah. talk about him. country bumpkin. This fucking Austin. We were yeah. the, the, one of the most crazy things is we were in Daytona Beach, Florida, at Daytona International Speedway. The guy had just won the race the day before, walking around the pits. Nobody knew who he was. Yeah. Everyone is, like, losing their shit over Ty Dillon and, like, Anthony Alfredo standing outside their haulers with their fucking buttoned-up polos on. Austin Hill just is walking through the middle of the crowd, and uh, we found Daddy, and we're talking to Derek Nealon there, and uh, he's that like... Daddy. Yeah, he's like... We're like, oh, like, where's your driver at? And he's like, well, one of them just walked by. We were like, yeah, we don't really know him. And he's like, you guys want to meet him? We're like... Sure. So he brings us over to meet him. He had like already gone in the holler. We couldn't find him or whatever. And then he comes back out in the middle of us like talking to Tyler Reddick and is just standing there and no one is acknowledging his existence whatsoever. Just a guy. Uh, which was very, Being very, a dude. very interesting. But uh, yeah. Um, Mike Tyson's face. Most yeah, face in yeah. motorsports. Yeah. Joey Logano it just always has a fucking sly grin on his face. Yeah, anyone that looks smug. Yeah. Ty Gibbs. Ronnie just Williams in his smug interview after he. The smug, the smugness is, is the word. I hate, I hate that. It drives me nuts. Yeah, um, yeah. Not uh, Matt. See, not a question. We don't condone violence, though, so we would never punch anyone. No, we don't. We don't. Uh, yeah, BFP. My, my lawyer resist, said to say that. Resist uh, violence and drink cars. Soberness. <laughs> BFP nuts on the dash moment of the week uh, from Matt. Seen that? So he said, not a question, but segment suggestion. I so mean, that'd be Ross Chastain. Yeah. Um, Nuts, legs, melons, feet, dick, arms. He put it all on the dash. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, John Ward, what was a moment in your racing careers where you had a Ross Chastain fuck it, send it moment and it worked out? Not to like near the severity or the degree, but my first year racing champ carts in Atlantic City, I was driving for Kevin Nobley and Adam Gage. We had a pretty good go kart, but this was talking 12 years ago now. And, and I, you know, my indoor racing experience was very, very little. I'd run a couple races indoors. And at the time, Atlantic City Champ Carts, it was like, that was a big deal. It was 60 entries, only taking 24. So I drew eighth in my heat race. Indoor racing, typically the bottom is where you got to be. And Kevin Nobley's like, ship it up to the top when they drop the green. I'm like, what? He's like, ship it up top three wide. Don't lift going into one. You'll drive around all these guys. And I'm like, no, there's no way that's going to work. He's like, I'm telling you, it'll work. Sir, yes, sir. We had the lead coming out of two. <laughs> Yikes. Kind of looked like Ross Chastain, except I didn't hit any walls. I just uh, happened to draw the slowest heat race in the history of indoor racing. Well, that's all right. No. Uh, worked out. Uh, I, I can think of plenty of times it didn't work out. Yeah, I, I would say mine would be the 2012 Sports Series Budweiser 100. Uh, for those that don't know, I won that race, but with seven laps to go, we were green, and I was not leading that race or probably going to win that race. No, uh, you most certainly were not. You were like a full straightaway behind the leader. Yeah, I was second. I was, I, was, I was respectably second, but uh, Clyde Hennessy was leading that race, and he was—I would say—he was probably well, I, maybe like a half a straightaway. But I was—I wasn't going to win the race. And uh, coming up off of turn number four, uh, the number seventy-five of uh, Doug Wolf. Doug Wolf, thank you. Um, I don't know. Doug's a decent guy. I haven't Hell seen him. In, I haven't seen him in a few years. He's in Florida but, now. Uh, okay, that makes sense. Um, I don't know if he forgot how to race car or if he forgot where the racetrack was, um, but he, I, I don't know if he came out of the pits or what, but he just, the family guy, I turn now, good luck everybody else, right in to fucking Clyde. And Clyde goes, all I see is Clyde's car go straight up, and I see a flash of green because that was the number 75 on, on Doug's car. And the only option really I had by the time this is all panned out was I have to I have to go through the middle. I there there's if I go right, I am going to Nate Levitt the dick on the front straightaway, which for those that don't know, there was like a jettison coming out by the flag stand and I would have killed myself. It would it does, did take lives. <laughs> and if I had gone left, um it would have been such a hard turn to where I would have probably monster trucked off the fucking dirt pile or taken out five other cars. So evaluating this in a split second, the only option I had was to go straight. Dropping the hammer, Harry. And I did, and luckily Clyde came down, and it he kind of fucked off to the left. But I hit Doug Wolf so fucking hard on the right side of that car. The tuna can, my whole fucking race car. And uh, it worked out, and we still won the race. So. I don't even think the yellow came out, did it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Yeah, Doug. yeah, Bob. The guy did. I was spawned for was going to wreck you in the restart with <laughs> the shift. Like, yeah. How did I forget that? <laughs> oh, that did happen. <laughs> yeah, the trophy's right there, Bob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I also... <laughs> I forgot all about that. I also don't have... Did he call me like a redheaded fuck when he also has red hair? No, he just said that he, he was going to... Because you had chosen the top on the restart, and he said he was entering in the top whether you were out there or not. Yeah, well, good thing I pulled his pants down. <laughs> hey, Mr. Shift. That's why you don't shift in no, with I, a uh, T10. <laughs> I'm going to say I pulled his pants down and won the race. And uh, he never he never shifted on a restart with a T10 after that day. Yeah, I actually, I was in the middle of that race. And Smitty saw, so that was Smitty's car before we had had it. And I, he had seen me kind of picking my way up through the field because I started ninth in that race. 
And every restart, I would kind of get fucked up. And he actually stole the radio from either Art Jordan or Turtle, who were both spotting for some reason. And he took the radio from one of them, and he's like, hey, this is Chris. I'm like, Smith? <laughs> he's like, yeah. He's like, are you shifting? I was like, yeah. He's like, fucking stop. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> and then we won the race. Uh, so I obviously don't have a uh, illustrious racing career, but uh, the one thing that I ever did that was uh, really like a send-it moment was I, I – uh, I was really good at wreck avoidance. It wasn't because I was like super slow. It was just um, a little bit of that. Um, and we came into the last week, and I was fifth in points. AJ Cates, I believe, was fourth in points and missed a week because he would just go out there and uh, there was like a gaggle of like three or four cars that would kind of drive by everyone. And uh, <clears throat> he was running uh, in, I believe, fourth or fifth in the race. Kirk Irish was to his outside. Um, and somehow they got together. They spun out down the front stretch. Car, Another truck that was like on the outside of me joined into the wreck and uh i basically just locked it up for a split second saw where everyone was gonna land and then just fucking dropped the hammer through whatever the fuck was going on there just took like a big s down the front chute came out uh in the third spot i think and uh went on to i think ran in the top three in the race i think i might have finished third i think i looked back on beatrice's website one day just like as a joke on this show and uh because i said i'd never finish on the podium and it did have me listed as third don't remember that uh that's fine and uh, i ended up with fourth in points because uh, aj got wrecked and uh <clears throat> that was pretty much the only it was just an egregious like left hand turn and then an egregious right hand turn that probably should have flipped me over um, <laughs> yeah, every time will potter did that he did flip yes I, I i do have one more this was actually more recently coming down the backstretch at beatridge i was behind ryan phillips when he broke a drive shaft and it ripped all the fuel lines out of it Ooh. and it was just like I, I might have been nah, i think nah, i was actually nah, the nah, row nah. behind him on the outside and we come up off a turn two and his drive shaft broke ripped all the fuel lines out, and it's just a ball of flames and all all nah, you nah, see nah, is nah, fire nah, 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 nah. <laughs> and you know at that nah, point nah, you nah, can't nah. slam on the brakes because you're gonna get fucking piled into by 115 cars and you just say fuck it and send it and i didn't hit anything and Ryan broke his arm. I'm sure there's plenty more, but recency yeah. bias, I don't know. Recency bias, it was a go-kart race 12 years ago. That's so not anything that I said at all, but um, yeah, a lot of close calls, I'm sure, over the oh, years. Yeah. Uh, Reagan Parent wanted uh, just a little pat on the back for being the only yeah, one in the good, DraftKings sports Good book. for you, Reagan. Everybody be proud of Reagan. Yeah, he bet on Jake Paul when everyone else wanted Anderson Silva to win. So Shut up, Reagan. Um, Alex Krakowski. Love you, pal. <laughs> Regardless of whose fault the wreck was, does LaJoy's comment about not seeing Tommy Baldwin on Sunday afternoons anymore win him the Cunty Quote of the Week award? <clears throat> Didn't help his cause. That uh, was yeah. kind of a kind of an offhanded backhand swipe that you know doesn't really what hold merit happen? because it was in Matt Matt Weaver does a great job after the race, like getting his own interviews and and he gets like the real noteworthy quotes, and so he interviewed everybody and uh, you know Tommy was pretty pissed. You know about the situation because his car got wrecked. He was probably going to win the race, and uh, which would kind of put like an extra emphasis on the owners' championship that they clinched a week ago uh, before Martinsville. So he he uh, interviewed Corey LaJoy, and Corey was like, "You know, do you plan on talk?" Or he was asked Corey, "Do you plan on talking to Tommy?" And he's like, "No, I mean he's he should be a racer enough to know that that's that's just what happens." And and he's kind of right. Like, the, what are you going to talk about? You know, Corey has his story. Tommy has his. You know, they ended up wrecked. Corey ended up winning. So I don't blame him for that part. But then he said, you know, I don't see him on Sundays anymore anyway, so that should tell you that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, because well, uh, again, that you know, might that might fall under the... That is a cunty quote. Yeah, it is a cunty quote. I was going to say, it might there's, fall under the, like, it just didn't land, but that that's kind of what There's no, there's no real off-context or out-of-context 
context that you can pull that from to make it not seem so cunty. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's just a, hey, like, I'm on Sundays. And like Tommy owned he the team, have a team anymore, and Corey was driving for some of the slowest teams to race on the Cup Series. You know, and still is. They're not really <laughs> on the same level. No, like. Tommy could probably still own a middling to shitbox cup car if he wanted to. He just chooses not to. Yeah. That has nothing to do with why you don't it's see It's probably it more fun going modified racing than doing that anyway. So I did. I was thinking about this the other day. Tommy won every championship there was to win in a modified except for MRS and Tri-Track. <laughs> yeah. He won the new Smyrna Speedweeks championship. Mm-hmm. He won the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour championship. And mm-hmm. I believe it's his nephew, Caleb Hetty. Won the Smart Tour Championship, the Southern Modifieds. Huh. Pretty yeah, pretty good year. Yeah, decent yeah. little decent little year. Hopefully, I feel like uh, he would just absolutely <clears throat> wax MRS if he did every race. You're kidding? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just absolutely. Fucking you mean he'd beat Jacob Perry? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Jacob Perry and Friends Invitational, <laughs> you as one it. of our group chats call it. Uh, no, the uh, one of the quotes that I I found uh, particularly funny was Tommy Baldwin says he's either gonna either gonna go drink and get really happy or really mad. Spirit <laughs> animal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. What uh, if we can get him on the show? Probably, probably good. Luke, we want your dad on the show. I feel like that's yeah. within plausibility. Could literally Snapchat him right now and say, "Luke, we want your dad on the show." Yeah, I'll probably call in. <laughs> so, um, so, so who the fuck is Tommy Baldwin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> uh, so I do. Do uh, it. You won't. He <laughs> <laughs> might punch me through the screen. I have. Uh, so, so there's a couple. I guess uh, we'd be remiss to not bring up uh, the fact that our pal Stephen Nassie went out there and won the All American 400. What a after, shit show that race was. After winning the Winchester 4 million uh, a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever the fuck that was. But uh, yeah, um, I've never seen a late model almost blow over. Got like yeah. style air. Yeah. Like I'm like. What in the fuck? Does that well, guy's car weigh 800 pounds? Not like, to mention that when it did land, he hit the wall. Oh, all, yeah. You oh, don't, all, you, all of it. You what? don't crash lightly at, at fucking no. Nashville. I went there once one year for the 400 and saw some of the most seismic fucking slams I've ever seen in late model racing. And, and those things, they're just, they're tuna cans. The, a super late model going that fast, it's going gonna, it's gonna to just fold in half. The, it, the, 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 the thing that I found most interesting with the video is the video that everyone's seen, Cole Butcher goes out of view. I think Cole Butcher hit equally, if not harder. Oh, than oh yeah. yeah. He Austin Nixon. You just see the red card just shoot up to the yeah. fucking Hang worst. A hard ride court. at 130 mile an hour. And William Sawalich obviously didn't hit easy either. Um, tough day for Donnie Wilson Motorsports cars. But well, uh, it, it pro- I feel Cole probably shouldn't have stuck his nose in there. But yeah. I think that Matt Craig it's harder to tail, say than tail you know, slapped him. It's harder to say things. while you're obviously watching it on a phone screen after the fact. But... It looked as though he probably could have been a little bit more patient than that. I didn't realize that Made that was Made for a coming. sweet video. Hell of a video. Wasn't that coming to the white? Uh, two to go, maybe? I don't. I actually don't know. It was it, it, that move. Listen to me say it like I know. That, I don't know. That move on the, uh, at the end of the race like that is pretty. And race control obviously felt that Matt Craig played a big enough part in it to send him to the rear because he was obviously the leader at the time, and I believe that he came off the wall, and, and at least according to race control, slapped him in the uh, slapped Austin Did Nathan in the right It seemed like he kind of changed the 14's trajectory down the straightaway. You know, yeah. Maybe maybe he's, you know, Matt zigged and Cole zagged and kind of forced the 14 to have nowhere to go, but like you said, if race control obviously thought he was part of it. Yeah, so tough, tough break from Matt Craig, but uh, glad to see Nassi uh, winning back on his winning ways. Uh, wins two of the biggest races in the country and uh, had a pretty good run last year at the Snowball Derby. So looking forward to uh, 
his uh, his efforts down there in Pensacola this year. And a uh, couple other podium pals from Hudson yesterday. Mad Max Dolliver won the R&R Street Stock Race, and I don't think got this one taken away in Tech. <laughs> and Dave Cameron got his 112th win of the season. <laughs> Good for Dave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, congrats. congrats Carved Dave. him up like a Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. So did Max. Max actually took a $500 bonus to start shotgun on the field, 28 out of 28 cars. Ben Bozowski, um, owner of Hudson, friend of the program, put up $500, and uh, Max jumped all over that, and uh, he went from 28th to 8th in about nine laps and uh, didn't quite get the lead until about 35 to go from Andrew Morin, who's wicked fast. But, uh, yeah, Max mopped up. Good we love that. Good, good for our, uh, good for our friends. So I have a, uh, I actually have two grinds in my gears this week. Let's hear uh, this week. Big bad week for gears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you to uh, the unsponsored grinds my gear segment. Uh, Weapon of the week, also unsponsored show. Technically uh, unsponsored this week as well. Um, my first one. This was all within a about a three hour did, period yesterday. Did you? Did Greg not reach out to you? <clears throat> Greg, did you not get my snap in the group earlier? I saw it. I just I thought that that was taken care of. I did not. This week's show is brought to you by Night Owl Desi- Creations. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, I knew that he was going to reach out, but I I took a two-hour nap, and I didn't know he was going to send it so right before the show. <clears throat> Greg, uh, he designs helmets. He uh, he doesn't wrap them necessarily, but he vinyls them up, makes them all look cool. He wanted to uh, sponsor a show almost immediately. Came into my work today. We'd, and uh, So he's sponsoring episode 191. Um, if you have a helmet and you want Greg to... <clears throat> work his magic on it. Do it now because uh, <clears throat> the season's winding down. But he plans on having a booth in the Augusta, or yeah, the Augusta Car Show, and uh, he normally puts some of his best work on display. So reach out to Greg, Greg Emerson, Night Owl Creations, all things social media. If you can't figure it out, uh, reach out to us, and we'll make sure you get in contact yeah, absolutely with him. Uh, beautiful uh, booth that he had last year at the Augusta Car Show. I know that we went up and saw that, but I know for a fact uh, that he, when he did reach out to me, that he wanted everyone <laughs> to uh, be on alert. That uh, if you want your Helmets done for Christmas because a lot of people do them as Christmas gifts. Yep. Uh, gift sure certificates to, available as well. Be sure to get those in. Uh, yep, I mean, gift certificates. So thank you to Night Owl Creations. We do have a, uh, a big sponsor on deck that uh, we are waiting on approval for. Let's say that. And uh, that'll be the next five or six shows. So those are all sponsored, but we are always looking for segment sponsors. Grinds My Gears, what for the week? Uh, Grinds My Gears seems to be probably a pretty popular one that's going to come back because there's not going to be many weapons when there's no race cars race caring. But. My grinds, my gears this week. I got two of them. First, uh, first one was we went to CVS yesterday, Amanda and I, and I was I was in a weird mood where I don't I'm not a candy person. I don't really I don't I don't go into like a grocery store, or a gas station, convenience store, or whatever, and and just be like, oh, I want a fucking Snickers. I would um, pick a Snickers given the opportunity, but I'm not really a big candy Snicker person. pickers. <clears throat> so we we're on the way back, and you know she mentioned something about getting Halloween candy, and I'm like, I would. Maybe I, I think I would I would like like a candy bar right now or something like that. So we go to CVS just to get like a, a couple deals, and uh, I go to the self checkout. I fire like the, the total is like you know seven eleven or something like that. I'm like, cool, so I fire ten in there. So I'm waiting on my change, gives me the dollar bills back, and then I need ninety one cents. So I'm sitting there waiting. There's like a line behind me, and I'm like, okay, like this is fucking taking a while. Like I don't really know what's going on here. The thing proceeds to give me 91 cents in all pennies to the point where the thing was like jammed if we didn't like bring some of the pennies like when it started going all pennies and i knew that it was 91 cents i was like wow that's gonna be someone else's problem i went to go walk out and amanda's like no you need to get it and i was like no i don't and uh, because i don't really penny not a big penny person um and so I naturally waited there because she told me to and grabbed all the pennies and i walked out with quite literally two handfuls of pennies 
um, which then I have like a really small change jar in my truck filled up the entire thing. So that's fantastic that now my change jar has uh, $2 and 91 cents in it and it's all fucking pennies. So that is my, my number one grinds my gears on I top of thrown them all on the floor. I know. I told Amanda I was, that I was going to go outside and just throw them all over the ground. And she said, you're not going to do that. And I was like, all right, well, so on top of the absolutely egregious receipt lengths, um, also pennies, uh, can absolutely fuck off. Uh, so that was my number one. And that was about middle of the early middle of the afternoon so then we're like all right we're gonna get chipotle for dinner now keep in mind chipotle typically for those who uh, celebrate uh pretty fast establishment quick establishment great app you can pick everything you want you walk in you pick it up so i suggest this i'm like why don't we just order it pick it up and she's like well no they have the chipotle thing and I'm like, what the fuck is a Chipotle thing? And she's like, oh, you just order it. And instead of walking in to go pick it up, you just drive up, you tell them your name and you pick it up. And I was like, okay, well, that seems pretty fucking foolproof, right? Because they have that at Dunkin'. They have that at like Starbucks, kind of, maybe. You just, Well, at least Dunkin'. There's a lane. Drive up, pick your shit. I think nothing of it, right? So we order it for immediately, 620. All right, whatever. We get in the car, get there at 621. I'm like, that's pretty reasonable. Everything should be done, ready to rip. So then, like, we're just sitting there talking, shooting the shit, and I look down, and it's now, like, 6.39, and I'm like, well, now we've been, we've been waiting for 19 minutes, or 20 minutes, essentially, and we haven't moved not one inch, and there is seven cars in front of us. So I'm like, what the fuck could possibly be going on? Because when we drove by the establishment, there was 11 teen workers in there, and there was no one in line. There was no one inside the store. But now I'm boxed in where there's, like, a flower bed and, like, curbs on each side with like trees and shit and now there's someone there's two people behind me so i'm like well now i'm absolutely fucked like i can't go anywhere so we're sitting there waiting not even kidding it's 35 minutes before we move even one car length forward so then now i'm just in the worst mood of all time and she's just sitting there like so do you like home depot or lowe's and i'm like "Mm -hmm. yeah they're they, they can both stay, but I feel like I'm probably more of a Home Depot person. I take that as, do you, like, do you like Tony Stewart or Jimmy Johnson? <laughs> yeah. Well, I was always a very big Jimmy Johnson guy. So I got I used told to... by a fucking worker at Home Depot one time. My old late model was number 48. Our apparel was black and orange or black and red. I was wearing a 48 hat in a Home Depot, and a guy literally was like, you know Lowe's is across the street, right? Jeez. Buddy, what the fuck? What do you, me and dad are both like what is this guy he's like, Jimmy Johnson fans are like no <laughs> I feel like I, I, I answered the it's question it's not up to you to decide <laughs> I answered the question with uh, I, I, I think as growing up I was a big Lowe's fan because I was a Jimmy Johnson guy I liked Hendrick Motorsports and I would choose them for all of my uh, my my needs but I, I feel like I've grown into a Home Depot person as uh, most of the time I go to try to order things online or like look to see what they have in stock Lowe's doesn't really have it so i do like lowe's because if you go on their website and you look up what you're looking for it literally tells you what bay and what aisle it's in yeah. that is super fucking helpful yeah um i don't know it was a toss-up and so i'm sitting there just we're just talking about absolute fucking nonsense and then it is now 55 minutes and we're not that where there's two cars in front of us I had a monster truck. Every fucking potter. Oh, I'm sitting everything. there at this point. Like, like we're we're done with the the which would do you like better conversation. <laughs> We've run like, out of witches. To I'm like. sitting there just absolutely seething. Like my my fucking. Can we help you, Charlie? Like I'm I'm biting my like lip, just pissed. Hand on the like hand on my uh head on my hand. I guess just sitting there like hand on your head. She's like she's penis. like have they even given the person or like open the door or the window to talk to the person that's at the window? I'm like no, they haven't. She's like oh good. So now we're sitting there. We're going on an hour, and she goes just 
just just please be respectful when you get to the window <laughs> sweetheart don't cause a scene like like you tend to I was do like, i was like oh no don't i was like don't that worry that ship sailed about 53 minutes <laughs> yeah. ago i was like i was like don't worry no it'll be uh, it'll be good everything's gonna be fine we're gonna be fine and i <laughs> right after i said everything's gonna be fine in a very calm voice very relaxed i said i hope it's a dude because i'm gonna fucking knock the fuck out of this guy <laughs> i get up to the window it's some fucking picture it's chipotle worker jabroni Yep. No, not a jabroni, <laughs> but picture Chipotle worker. Yeah. Um, Doesn't have uh, a natural hair color. Uh, As I say, purple uh, hair. Probably some big on holes somewhere on their face where there shouldn't be holes. Yeah. Mm. I was thinking more of just thinking like the name Chipotle and thinking. Oh, of it. yeah. You're you're being racist. Well, <laughs> I wasn't being, but no. uh, so they just they. It was definitely their first big day, right? So I pull up and they're like, they're like, what's your name? I said, Brad. They're like, Pedro. They turn around. They're like, oh, Brad's here. I'm like, fantastic. They've been waiting on me. Yeah, I couldn't fucking go anywhere because I was in their fucking line. <laughs> so they turn around and so eloquently go, uh, Maria and uh, fucking Juan. And now you're definitely and, being racist. You, no, I'm just, I'm just mimicking what they said. They're like, since you guys have no customers up there, could you come help us out at this point? <laughs> you're just not even made. Oh. I almost unbuckled and fucking <laughs> went to the trunk and grabbed my grenade and fucking threw it. Oh, no, there's no customers in there? Oh, that's fine. No, everyone in line hasn't been sitting here for an hour and a half. There was three people that literally, like, went over the curvature, like, oil pan. Forget about yeah. it. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> there's people that got out of their cars, walked in, realized that they couldn't get their orders by picking it up like that, and then fucked back off into their car, and then were just seething, I assume, like I was. So After about 10 minutes, I'd have just... So whatever. Off, they, they, you know, a group effort make our order, and, you know, and now we're on an hour and 10 minutes of, of waiting. I'm like, whatever. She goes, oh, uh, by the way, we're all out of chips. Keep in mind, orders online are already prepaid. I've already fucking paid for chips. So that's great news. That made me uh, really calm down. So then they're like, what do you want to drink? Amanda goes, ah, take a Sprite. The lady puts the cup up to the fucking fountain drink machine, fills the cup up, hands me the cup with no lid, and then hands me a lid. I'm like, oh, I work here now, too. Oh, fantastic. Thank you, darling. What are my hours? <laughs> Am I late? <laughs> no. I promise I would have been on time. I was in line. Uh, Fucking, like, what? It was just a comedy of errors. At this point, like, it actually calmed me down because I couldn't do anything but laugh. I'm like, what? what is, like, I'm being punked. I'm looking around for Kutcher. Like, he must be in the car behind me. So, yeah, can you have an order for Ashton? Yeah, I'll take that one, too. Oh, just rip shit. So rip shit piss. We get in the car. We go back to the back to the house. They they have a uh, you know. There's like eight pumpkins out there. All gonna carve pumpkins, paint pumpkins. It's gonna be fantastic. Please tell me you dropped it all. Over the I time. am fucking pissed. No, no. <laughs> so I sit down at the table. Amanda opens up the bag. She literally just goes, "Oh no." I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> what could you possibly saying? Be saying? Oh no, to at this very instance." She goes, "Don't get mad." <laughs> Oh, good. No, uh, that usually settles me down. She's like, you can have some of mine. Pulls out <laughs> the smallest fucking burrito that you've ever seen. Like, keep in mind, these burritos are $10. But they're $10 for a reason. They're as big as, like, an average die-cast car. Yeah. They're pretty good. They're filling. This one looked like you would have ordered it off the dollar menu at Taco Bell. I get it. And I just, at this point, like, everything's funny. You know? I'm just... <laughs> 
And she's like, you can have some of mine. And I'm like, no, I don't want any. No, no. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not even hungry anymore. I'm, <laughs> said, I'm like, I'm not even hungry anymore. So let me get this straight. The same Chipotle restaurant that six days ago on this previously recorded episode, you two clowned all over me because I had never been to one. Yeah, it's you're an absolute fun. clown. You <laughs> have made this sound like such a fantastic and enjoyable restaurant for the second week in a row that I am glad I've never been to one and I never plan on going to one ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, apparently Chipotle, just, which is uh, just I, a pickup window. No, they just make your food there. I um, hope you have to wait two and a half hours next time. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that, uh, actually, because if I was your uh, own damn fault. If I was by myself, I wouldn't have waited more than five minutes. Uh, if I was there and it would have... If it would have been 6.30, I would have put it in reverse, Terry. I would have gotten <laughs> out. I would have knocked on the reverse. fucking... Sit. I would have knocked on the bitches behind me's fucking Subaru, and I would have been like, hey, I'm, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> you guys can get in front of me. But I'd already paid, and that's... I'm just petty. Like, it, I, you know, I'm the king of petty fucking four at this point. Like, I was just... I'd already spent uh, over an hour's worth of my life pay to uh, to order their food, and then I spent over an hour of my life being in line, so it was just a comedy of errors. Upside, just, they made it fresh anyways. They, yeah, it was fantastic. Um, little wins. Yeah. So, <clears throat> that was... I'm glad you've recovered. <clears throat> yeah, I... Uh, I uh, Carter Raquel had a, Ooh, had a moment. I've never been to fucking <laughs> Carter Raquel. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google Google I, reviews uh, had a had a moment. It, the best part though is that the actual Chipotle that's close to my work has been right on point. But I uh, they they always ask you when you order through the app, how was your meal? Rate it zero through five stars. Got a fat old zero. Went on a fucking paragraph rampage. Already got contacted by someone at Chipotle. Think they're gonna give me my money back, which they should also give me my hours worth of pay. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I had a, a day similar to that last week. So so those that may or may not know, Lindsay and I, pretty recently, we purchased a brand new Zero Mile 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Not a cheap investment. Very nice car. We've taken it on a lot of road trips already. Always, already almost has 15,000 miles on it. Well, I'm going to work, and it was like Thursday or Friday, and I, I'm having just a day. Just everything could not be going any more wrong. Everything that every customer is saying or doing is pissing me off, and I'm trying to be professional the whole day, which is just fucking mentally exhausting. And then I get a picture at the end of the day, before I'm getting ready to leave, that somebody has smoked the back end of this brand new Tahoe. Now, mind you, the last new car I bought was my 2013 Volkswagen Passat, which I don't know if you boys remember, that thing got pretty fucking abused. Was the deer okay? Ridden hard, put away wet, if you will. So this just adds to it. And Lindsay's like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like somebody left a note. So I'm like, I'm going to kill him. Whoever it is, I'm going to kill him. Like I'm I'm just, I'm going to find them and I'm going to kill him. And she's like, well, okay, so I'm going to call them. I'm like, (laughs) probably a good idea. And naturally, nicest, sweetest old lady of all time left to know. She's like, we just want to take care of you. We're sorry for scraping your cut. Scrape, bitch. The thing needs a clip. <laughs> Fucking smoke the rear bumper. So I, I'm just right. And, and I know people are thinking it. No, I didn't hit it. <laughs> it might have been a Tacoma. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so I'm just right cunted. And then I, I come back home and I forget my fucking mother's prescription. So then I have to literally pull in my driveway after working 10 or 11 hours of work to just throw it back in reverse, go back down to the street or back down the street to Hannaford to pick up my mother's prescriptions. I then pick up my mother's prescriptions. So I'm already 
just counted that the extra step I, I forgot about. And I'm pulling out a Hannaford. And those that have never pulled out of the Scarborough Hannaford, there's two entrances. There's a left one and a right one. Well, I go to the left one and I turn left to head back down towards Route 1. Well, at that intersection, there is a light where you can either turn right or left on the Route 1. So I'm turning left. I'm first in line. And I'm already just as cunty as cunty can be. And I am sitting there. And all of a sudden, minding my own business, my whole body gets shifted forward. Boom. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. <laughs> <laughs> and and I like I I immediately knew what happened, and I'm just like, there's no fucking way somebody just backed or just ran into the back of me. There's no fucking way. And sure as shit, I look up into the rearview mirror, and all I see is the top of a car. I'm like, sick. The thing is in the fuel cell. Awesome. Can't wait to get out and see this fucking. Caution is out. Caution is out. I get out. And I'm, I'm out of the car, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I get out of the truck. He can hear you. Round of applause. He's okay. Go ahead to the infield care center. <laughs> I get out of the truck, ready to go to jail. <laughs> ready to just absolutely commit a fucking homicide, fucking assault and battery, whatever, in the middle of this street. And it is, again, the nicest, sweetest old lady looking through the steering wheel of her old-ass Subaru Impreza, <laughs> who has now completely fucking buried her car into the trailer hitch of my truck which Lucky as, she didn't bounce her face <laughs> off the steering wheel as you guys know it's a pretty aggressive fucking hitch and i'm just like oh the radiators punched mm, in like like oh she fucked her whole headlight up the bumper was all fucked up and i'm like i just looked at her i was like are you all right she's like Yep, I was like, I'm gonna leave now. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go home. <laughs> She's like, I understand. I was like, good, and I fucked off and went home and cried myself to sleep. This, this week's grinds my gear segment is actually brought to you by old people needing to take a yearly review on their driver's license after the age of sixty nine. No, nice sixty one. <laughs> <laughs> you should have a yearly driver's test. Yeah, they're not doing anything anyways. They're Us retired. included. Us, like, we fall under that category as well, thousand percent. I, I will happily sign that form any day of the week, whoever comes up with it first. I don't know why that's not just a national mandate. The, 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 I looked at this lady, and one, she could not have been more than fucking three and a half feet tall. She could not have been less than 187 years old. And she's looking through the steering wheel, driving this car, going down the high. It's one thing if you're in a fucking super late model. I wonder you, why you she got your head it. up to the moon trying, trying, to fucking, trying to fucking go through the pits. <laughs> Can you imagine? She, Charlie comes up to the window just like, hey, you all right? She's like, yeah, why? <laughs> she, has no, she has absolutely no idea she why, hit you. Why what happened? <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't even see you. She had no idea. <laughs> she had the uh, her eyes dialed in on uh, how fast she was going. Though. She she was fucking racing off the hood pins, boys. Cause she fucking fucking buried that there, thing radiator a, deep. There's a little bit of an aggressive fucking dip as you get to that light too. So I'm sure that like she probably if you didn't get out of the car and like say something, she probably would have just been sitting there just fucking behind the steering wheel and then just like. You know, the you know light goes green, just... You know, now that you, <laughs> now that you mention it, when I did get to the window, it was kind of like a why are you out of your truck look. Why would happen? Dude, old people are the best. There's a reason why we don't let fucking 12-year-olds drive. The fender's just dragging down the street. Yeah. Fucking thing needs Sparks a clip. shooting off the side of it. <laughs> she just went head on into the wall like William Sawalich at fucking... 
<laughs> Nashville. Uh, uh, yeah, Jeff Taylor's going to need to get a clip ready for that one. Because, <laughs> fuck, she junked it. Oh, um, boy. Yeah, it was just, the, the again, comedy of errors, as you said. I was... If, if literally one, I was one minor inconvenience away from getting a lifetime sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Triple uh, homicide. Yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those days, boys. And we, we all have them from it's time to time. It's just one of those days. We do. Uh, yeah. Do. Grinds my gears. Everybody over the age of 69 needs a yearly driver's review. Correct. So. Is that it? Yeah, oh, we had picks. Um, we got to do pool picks and a little championship. Pool picks, picks and yeah, we'll, we'll make our championship predictions for the big three Super Bowl of NASCAR this weekend. Um, as I stated earlier, I had Denny Hamlin finish sixth. Charlie had Joey Logano, Slowy Slogano, in seventh, and Brad a very rare uh, third place finish in the yes. picks with William Byron, who finished eighth. So Bradley, you get to go first. Um, might as well just pick like. Cody Ware. Yeah, no, you can give me Engine Engine number nine of Chase Elliott. And uh, that takes away my pick, so that's cool. Bummer. You should have should have lost this week. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I only had one in the chamber. (laughs) You you had to take that one. I had one in the chamber. That was in my chamber as well, too. I I had no idea. I kind of figured that you used him twice. I had so that fucks me all up. Um. I I'm not convinced that one of the championship four is even going to win the I race. I don't I don't know that they are because it's so hard to pass. I don't uh, I don't think that they will actually. It's gonna be interesting. I've used the twenty two twice, so that's cool. I've used the nine once, and that doesn't matter anymore, so that's cool. I've used the one twice, so that's cool. And I've used the twenty twice, so that's super cool. Thank you for that. Have you used uh, Lyle Carson twice? Because he's racing for an owner's championship. I have used the five car twice. Mm. You you really kind of fucked me up there on the nine deal. That's tough. Um, Chase Briscoe uh, won the race in the spring. I don't know if you used him twice. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. I can't wait to wear my fire suit in the fucking airplane. Um... Yeah, it's tough because the uh, champ- I mean, the tiebreaker is probably the finishing. You sure you don't want to change Phoenix? your pick, Brad? Mm, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, I assume the tiebreaker is just going to be this race. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sick. Get, um, mm-hmm. Get, give me the... Fuck. <laughs> I, was, I was locked and loaded, ready to go. Didn't even come up with a backup. Uh, get give me the. <laughs> I don't know. Struggle puff. I have no <laughs> idea. Uh, f- fuck. Who'd you say? That what was the last one? Briscoe. Br- he won the race in the spring. Sure. <clears throat> well, that's icky. But awesome. I uh. Awesome. I don't have many guys left in the chamber. I've got uh, I've got them written. I'm so glad I fucking kept Chase Elliott pick to I've the gotten, last race to not get it. I, also I went down that. through about eight weeks ago. I went down through and made a list of guys I had left. And, uh, my options really are Eric Jones, Austin Dillon, Oof. Chase Briscoe, Oof. No, Mi Amigo, Oof. or the Hail Melon, Ross Chastain. I'm going to have to go with the one car. <laughs> Scott Tapley said he was fast in the spring at Phoenix. I'll take his word for it. <clears throat> That's going to be tough if uh, someone junks him. Yeah, I hope he doesn't <laughs> get murdered, but uh, I also think NASCAR's rigged, and I think he's going to win based off 
uh, his move last week because they will sell the shit out of that move. Imagine if he wins a championship. You'll never hear the end of his wall ride, the Hail Melon. And uh, so give me the one car, Ross Chastain. All right. Well, that sucks. That's uh, that's just our picks. That's not uh, yep. necessarily our Charlie has but... uh, has a one point lead on me. Brad wins with fifty one, assuming he could get fifty four or fifty one. It doesn't matter. Charlie has seventy four. I have seventy five. Yeah. So uh, congratulations the, on the win. I guess we, we might as well uh, might as well start with the playoff drivers that are eligible in the truck series. You got Ty Majeski, Zane Smith, Ben Rhodes, and Chandler Smith. Going into the final race at Phoenix, obviously whichever driver finishes ahead of the rest of them wins. Zane Smith. I'd be happy for Zane, um, but I'm going to pick Ty Majeski. I would. I, I'm basically just picking who I'm rooting for. Uh-huh. Um, would like to see Ty win it. He's kind of a short tracker. The next um, one's probably unanimous anyway. The true, true definition of a short track racer is Ty Majeski. So it's good to see him get a shot on a national level. Um, also, would be cool to see Zane Smith win. Um, Chandler Smith can absolutely fuck right off. Yeah, um, and Ben Rhodes is Ben Rhodes. I I was pissed. <laughs> I very I actually kind of hope Ben Rhodes wins just so he gets shit faced on TV again. <laughs> I very much enjoy um, three out of the four. I don't hate Chandler Smith like everyone else does. Um, if I had to pick, my favorite would now be Zane Smith. Uh, my second would be. Um, Ben Rhodes, Time Jeske, and then Chandler Smith. But I will go with. I don't want to be different. I'm not going to be different. Give me Zane Smith. I think Zane Smith's actually going to win the championship. So um, yeah. I think it'll be Zane Smith and Chandler Smith. Uh, Time Jeske's been on a roll, but uh, I think that Thor Sport having two trucks going into the final race is going to be a tough one. They're going to have to allocate some resources. And uh, Ben Rhodes hasn't been good since the spring. Really. So, uh, And then the next one, we got the 9 of Noah Gregson, 54 of Ty Gibbs, the 8 of Josh Berry, and the 7 of Justin Allgaier. I so, bet the listeners at home can't figure out who we are all unanimously rooting should for. Should we all just say it one? at the same time? Yeah. 3, 2, 1. Noah, Noah Gregson. Gregson. All right, that was easy. Uh, <laughs> but on the flip side, if Josh Berry. Yes. Yep. So yep. I think we're all rooting for the nine, the eight, or the seven. I actually think um, that the seven probably it would be, would cool be the favorite. I, pull it off I think too. the seven would be the favorite going into it because this is one of his best <laughs> tracks. Um, I think. I just. I, I think know. Noah is so locked in and focused right now, which is super unlike him to the point where, when he goes into that zone, he's just un, un, unreal and unbeatable. So I think that hopefully right now he's working hard to uh, get ready for this weekend. And then the final series, obviously. The NASCAR Cup Series Championship will be either Joey Logano, Christopher Bell, Ross Chastain, or Chase Elliott. you got to think Chase Elliott's the favorite. Yeah. Um, has won at Phoenix before, has won a championship at Phoenix before. Well, probably should have won it last year, too, and didn't. Uh, that being said, he can absolutely fuck right off. Um, I basically would like to see Logano win it. He opened the season with a win at the L.A. Coliseum. It would be cool to see him bookend the season and get his second championship. Um, for my own personal interest, kind of want to see Ross Chastain win it uh, so that I win picks for the week anyways. Yeah, uh, Joey Logano and Ross Chastain can absolutely get fucked. Um, I think that Joey Logano probably should be the favorite going into the race because uh, Chase Elliott has kind of been off his game in the playoffs, kind of would, slugging through it. It would but. be cool to see Christopher <clears throat> Bell win it because basically that's three game seven wins to win a title. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think that. Um, and again, another true yeah. short tracker. Yeah, I I don't like guy. I don't like Joey Logano and I don't like Ross. I, I, just, I wish them I nothing s- but the worst. But I don't uh, see Bell pulling it off just because 
the way that the way that he won, especially the last race, it was kind of a between between the two of them against the wall. Between the two of them, uh, I gotta go with the guy that I saved specifically for the end of the year, so that I could pick him because uh, he was having such a dominant year so far. Even though he's kind of been sluggish lately, I will go with the nine of Chase Elliott. Yeah, Um, fuck it, I'll take the one. He's probably gonna do something stupid. The country bumpkin cross-eyed demo <laughs> derby racer himself. Yeah. 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 Tough. Yeah. Well, episode 91 in the books. One. 91. One ninety-one. Respect. I just said 91. Um, um, 191. Oh, well, episode, yeah. Well, Phil Pinkham. I just kind of right up. Ty Majeski. Yeah. Didn't Bill Elliott run an Everham 91? Yes. Yeah. And then Aaron Crocker ran it in the Xfinity series. Or Bush series. Bush <laughs> Um, Dave Putnam ran number Casey 91 Casey Atwood, 91 or 19? He was 19. 91. Matt Seavey runs 350 Super, number 91. Uh, quick shout out to Coldbrook Trailers and Equipment. They will be on board for the next handful of shows, barring any setback. Looking forward to uh, them hopping on board. Thank you to them. Once again, also, thanks to Greg Emerson, <coughs> Night Owl Creations. Yep, Night Owl Creations sponsoring this show. Get some show. stickies on your helmet lid. What's uh, what's on tap for this weekend? And uh, shout out to uh, Statewide Foam and Coatings also for being a presenting sponsor. Yeah, uh, we love our presenting sponsors. <coughs> this weekend, stick pucking. Yeah, we're going to go watch it. the, uh, the Seattle Mariners tag. win the hockey that. puck. Did you watch the NFL game? Probably not. Uh, the Giants and the Seattle Seahawks. And referee Jerome Boger, who is a buffoon, <laughs> called a penalty on the Seattle Mariners. <laughs> they play baseball. <laughs> <laughs> what a fuck show. Uh, it would have been even cooler if he Getting the paid to referee the highest form of the most watched sport in the country, and you in don't even know <laughs> what team. Yeah. Uh, penalty on the New York Giants and the Seattle Mariners. It's like... <laughs> Excuse no. me, <laughs> yeah. buddy. Jesus Christ. Tough look. San Francisco like Giants, Seattle Mariners playing a football game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, uh, we're gonna yeah, watch... so go to the main Mariners uh, hockey game on Friday, Friday night. night. We got a we got quite the gaggle going actually now. Uh, did all come together quickly. <laughs> yeah. I, I shot, shot a message to uh, C Money and uh, his girlfriend. They're going to be uh, in attendance. I believe Ryan Jackson uh, said that he was. Uh, I think he said he's likely in uh, him and Julie. So should we should probably group. sit as far away from everyone else as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it got to the point where uh, we're almost probably into group sales. So gonna be able to uh, contact our, our buddy Christian there and get some uh, discounted deals. We got the the three two one night, which is three dollar popcorn, two dollar beers, and one dollar glizzies. Wed, wed, and uh, can't wait for that. So gonna have a nice, uh, a relaxing night at the Maine Mariners game. Last time we were there in the building, they put up a tutter uh, within like the first ten minutes. I feel like so tough, <laughs> tough to put up a touchdown in a game that where they only score by one. And then yeah. uh, Saturday, uh, well before five this, time, <laughs> yeah, five uh, time, five time, five time, five time champion Chris Smith is having his championship. The amount of times party. he's won the championship is five <laughs> uh, on his fifth championship tour. Um, yeah, we're gonna be at his uh, his house with his wife Kristen, and uh, hanging out, eating some food, drinking some beer, watching some NASCAR, and uh, leading up to that, like you boys said, the the hockey game, and at some point this week too, uh, I'm gonna be bringing the uh, the RV down to Bobby's sponsor, Seacoast RV, to get it winterized, and then hopefully uh, get that out of the driveway for the winter too. And uh, I guess they're gonna do a real real good job, aren't they, Bob? Yeah, they do a great job at all sales and service. Hmm. Nice. Seacoast RV creating fun. On Route 1. Located right in what Seiko, Maine. Yeah. Fantastic tagline. Uh, 191. And it's in the books. 
And then Sunday, I imagine, we'll uh, be all watching the same thing separately. Yes. Yeah. yeah Tets up on the couch. Yeah. Ass up on the couch. <laughs> Face down ass up. <laughs> That's the way we like to what? That's the way we like to wed. Wow. Oh, I <laughs> How did I not think of that? Speaking of weds, we're going to go wed at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, hopefully the trick-or-treaters are out of Buffalo Wild Wings so we can watch Joey Burr light it up. I need him to have a big night in fantasy. I am losing so fucking badly. Please, sir, can I have some more? I'm going to bring my jack-o'-lantern and grab all of the Bud Light wed. Uh, at B-dubs. So we'll see you all next Tuesday. Race car, race car. Here we go, race car.